If you're easily offended, jokes are you. If you secretly hate women, jokes are you. It's Tally, Mel, and Lauren talking about whoring, how not to be boring. Welcome, 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 so welcome, welcome. So glad to have welcome. you guys back on Jokes on You podcast. That is so cute. Um, yeah, I'm like, niggas did not appreciate my International Women's Day post. I, really, I really enjoyed I thought it was the cutest thing ever. Thank you. Yeah. Niggas, yeah. this yeah, was nice. It, it brightened up my weekend. That was nice. I liked it. I was in a cavern. I saw it, and I was like, fuck it. You were in a cab- cavern? Cavern. What is that? What do, what do you mean? I was just, like, off the grid. Okay. So, um, I was I I too uh, stepped back <clears throat> to the grid. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta um, disconnect. Yeah. So. What's your joke of the week, Tally? Um. Apparently, my joke of the week is that my kink is that I am attracted to niggas that look like reincarnations of civil rights leaders. Um. This is the second, and I would venture to say the third time, uh, that that has like checked out. Um. Everybody who knows me knows I'm a very politically active person. I'm very pro-black. I am very for the people, and apparently that has spilled over into my uh, sexual proclivities. So um, We discussed Martin Luther King yes, um, last uh, we week. We talked about Martin Luther King last week. Still cannot give him no pussy uh, for several reasons. The Mostly primary because. one is because he looks exactly like Martin Luther King. Um, the um, guy that I've been seeing, uh, now that I sit and think about it, uh, looks like a replica of Malcolm X. Yep. And um, I, my boyfriend before that, now I think about it, looked a little bit like Stokely Carmichael. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> Yeah, so that's You know I'm who at. else looks like Sophie Carmichael, who, who you would know? Who? Um, Jordan's line brother. They look Which exactly one? like. He looks exactly like Sophie Carmichael. I'm, oh, I almost forgot where we were. <laughs> he looks, that's good for him. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you have to do See? <laughs> that's good for him. That's what I thought. He looks like, it's weird how much he looks like Sophie Carmichael. I mean, what's more for the people than fucking our founding fathers? Like, I think you should do it. You know what? But you if, I, James were, if I were him? alive when. Um, Civil rights leaders were getting fucked. It would likely have been me. Clearly not. You would want to mark in your DMs like Malcolm's here. No, no. What I'm saying is, is you would have been one of them hoes sitting when back. They were like marching and shit, and yeah. like with guns outside. It would have been me. Oh, you would have been at the march, let out, ready to throw some pussy. I would yes. not have been fucking with niggas that was doing all that marching because I'm not about to be out here with you. They spraying water. They got the dogs going on. You got to sit in the fucking supportive bar. Yeah, I'm about. While they throw macaroni and cheese at us and shit. I'm not. Doing and that you shit, always bro. gonna like be charged up emotionally. I I would have probably been fucking taking it out on you and shit. Them in the cut niggas. Niggas who are passionate about shit like that though be taking it out on you during sex and it's great. I don't need you to take out white white rage on me. I'm a white too, nigga. Ouch. I can't use the water fountain either, nigga. I'm I'm mad too. That's why like, I'm not even about to be out here with these niggas. Like I'm not going nowhere. I can't use nothing out here. I'm about to be at the crib. I'm going to um like I'm fucking uh, hairspray when they had all the black people spots so they can kick it at. I'm gonna be it's fucking Negro these night. The niggas, the niggas, every day can be Negro day. The niggas doing a twist. That's Rob Storm. I'm, I'm being moaned about Maybelle. I may slap through Negro day the corny college <laughs> show. See, I would be doing Maybe. both though. I'd be at Negro night, but I'd also you be at the You definitely see me at Negro night because that's where I'm coming out. 
everything else. I'm not going to the fucking carnival and getting beat the fuck yeah, up like no. seaweed did. And I'm not gonna go and try to dance on stage with fucking um, what was the bitch's name from Hairspray? Lil Inez was the black girl, and then Tracy turned black was the main bitch. I'm not trying to dance. Tracy turned black was the big one. Lynch for that's the main bitch. Yeah, but we talk. I thought you were talking about the skinny one. No, she was Penny. No, Penny fell in love with them niggas. She went to nigga night one time. She said, "Niggas, I'm about to have me an octoroon." So what was the boy name? Was Zac Efron's name again? I forgot. Link. Oh, he was in the new one? And I'm boom, 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 Link. Yeah. I didn't see the new Hairspray. I've only seen the one with... Uh, Ricky Lake. Yeah. I've seen all the incarnations yeah. of them. I love Hairspray. Hairspray is good. No, Hairspray yeah. is a great fucking time. Good morning, now what's, um, what's going to be your joke of the week, sis? What is my joke of the week? Um, How you almost ended up bald-headed without braids? Yeah, honestly, your hair appointment. You know, my hair appointment almost went really, really fucking bad. And I almost like... So, y'all know it's been hard for your girl. Boom. And... Boom. Right. So depression. And the way functioning depression is, you know, when you get out the house and it's lit, you out in the sun, yep. you're having a great day. Mm-hmm. You get hopeful. And then one fucking thing can happen. So I went to get my hair done, have my appointment at nine. And I drive. So this place is like off Peach Tree, but not like regular Peach Tree, but the Peach Tree in like Chambly Tucker, right? Oh, I fight. So I went and got me some windy. I had planned my day. Because, you know, when you don't have a job, if you can get out the house in the morning, it's fucking lit. Yeah. Yep. Wow, rush hour, amazing. Wow. This so be a part of it. I went to, right. I'm in it again. I'm in the world. We outside. <laughs> Period. <laughs> so I went to get me some Wendy's breakfast. I tried it. That shit slapped. I had the honey butter chicken Does biscuit. Are all Wendy's just, having breakfast? It just now? dropped. It just dropped like last week. And it's, you know some KFCs in the country have breakfast? That has nothing to do with me. I ain't never going to nobody's KFC. Yeah, KFC shit. is it, that is racism. Yeah. That chicken tastes like it, it tastes no, no, stolen. No, 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 no. I'm just talking about the biscuit. It's just biscuits. I can get biscuits anywhere. Cause they normally want to get just biscuits, and then I can just go to um, uh, churches and get some. Oh, churches, honey churches, butter biscuits. It's good as fuck. But honestly, like if I want to put some shit on it. Bojangles got that shit. Have you had the Bojangles? <laughs> if I want to put some shit, you on. know I also make biscuits once a month. Y'all are well, welcome Mark to come to biscuit day. Biscuit too. I, we like, didn't yes. even know there was a day for biscuits. I yeah. fucking love biscuits. I make biscuits once a month. Come through. Is that how I get things? I've been making biscuit day. From yeah, scratch. you can come to Biscuit Day. I have been asking, I'm wondering if anyway, I'm going to be able to get thick with Off me. track. You guys, come on, I'm telling my story about hair yes. appointment. Hair so, appointment. you brought up Bojangles. And I did. Well, I brought up Wendy. So I went and I fought traffic on a 285. It was awful. And I get there and it's raining. And she's not there when I got there. And I hit her up I'm like, hey, girl, I'm here. She's like, okay, well, I'm running a little late. Bear with me. Cool. She said she, that was like nine twelve. You know, she said in she'd the be there. Morning? Yeah, she said she'd be there like nine in like twenty minutes. I'm like, okay, nine thirty two. She'll be here. That passes. I'm like, okay, you know, traffic. Black woman, cool. Ten rolls around. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Before I knew it, it was ten forty five. I got out of the car, waited. I'm like in a white neighborhood. So I'm like, they're gonna call the cops on me. They're gonna they kill me. They already did call the cops on me. And yeah. I was like, yeah. I'm gonna be a hashtag just trying to get my hair braided. Where the fuck is she? So I was like sick. I'm like, oh my god, it was my hair braided. Like I just did that. <laughs> Oh, you was, oh, you was crying. Because, yeah, like, when it, when you just need a win, bruh, and that win don't happen, you be ready to end true. it all. That's like, true. you just need that one, like, you know what? Life sucks, but I'm getting my hair getting ready my this hair morning. Yep. Gonna be cute. And it's going to be, gonna be lit. Get, having your hair done puts you in a better emotional state just as in general. You, you ever like, be crying without your hair done and then pass a mirror? I'm ugly and And I just be looking and don't let my shrinkage be bad and I done took some braids out of something. I be crying like, look at you. I have been crying like you bum 
bitch. Y'all ever ugly watch yourselves bitch. cry? I, like I watch myself cry like, oh, to make God. myself stop. You know that meme where he's like pointed at himself in the mirror? <laughs> yeah. That's me. I'm like, stop it. <laughs> Look at you. you. Stop it right now. Ugly bitch. <laughs> I've been making myself cry hard. I'm like, Look how sad you are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure out like, what's my good cry angle and shit. <laughs> 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 so yeah I was sick so I like drove all the way back home like fuck this I was gonna go on a rant about these new stylists how they ain't shit no, you started that bitch up on Twitter I saw that shit I was like ooh shit. I was about to go in I went home took a little sad nap cause I had an interview to go to I was like I'm gonna go to this interview and I always had to plan my day out I was gonna mm-hmm. go with some fresh braids and my hair's already blown out and I don't wanna do it because I had to put product on it just in case I really went and got my hair braided right. that's why I started talking to you yeah. so I was like what the fuck am I finna do then around 12, I wake up from my sad nap, and she hits me up like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Like, I left my phones in the Uber, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, wow. Whatever. And I'm mad, but it's like, I do still want my hair braided. You do still want yeah. your hair braided. So I, made, I put me a little twist and a little bun. I said, you know what? I'm going to go get my hair braided. Mm-hmm. And she's, she was very apologetic. She was very sad. And I could tell, like, she's actually a professional because she's my sister's braider, too. Mm-hmm. She was like, my sister's like, she never does anything crazy like that with me. So, girl... I went there after my interview. Very professional. She had wine. She got done in four hours flat. My hair looks amazing. She gave me like extra braids and shit. I was very... So thank you so much, girl. Mm -hmm. And I will be referring people to you. You know, things happen. She just left her phone to Uber. She had no way of contacting me. me, And shit happened. And sometimes she didn't ask me to come with my hair half braided already. She asked me to bring the thing. And she pays for the hair too. Like, wash, trimmed. Like, what are you going to do? Right. What's your hair done? I saw a braider and her braids were so neat and beautiful. And then her post was like, come only right on time. Don't come early or late. Yeah, they said don't come early now. What? She was like, uh,. Don't put any oil in your hair, but if you got an oil you want to use, bring it because I don't have no oil. And it's like, bitch, what the <laughs> what do you fuck? Have? What do you have? Just them fingers? And then a lot of them, they're like, a lot of them really do not like them that natural girls because, you know, underneath all these wigs and things, it's, it's straight black. up. It'd be 4C up under there. And, and not Talk well kept, not, not saying well, like, how do I say this right correctly? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. people, they don't take care of their hair too, so it's like matted. Some people like, just got that shit in the ponytail up under the wig. Her mind's braided down, you know. I have to go see Shawnee so she can wash and trim because we want it to grow. Mm-hmm. But that is the thing. Some of the braiders that just do braids, or even some of the people that just do any individual style, they'll be like, if you have 4C hair, cut it off, straighten it, blow dry, balls. What? And then you need to come in with some white girl hair because I don't braid that shit. We gonna and make I you a braid lace front. It yeah. gotta at least be twenty seven inches. And she charged a twenty five dollar short hair fee. Yeah, that's weird. Like, Did y'all see the bitches? the TikTok of a bitch braiding her eyebrows? No, that's crazy. I don't There's no excuse. That. If they can braid eyebrows, they can get my kitchen. You can braid anything because I came up. My daddy used to take me. I don't know if this is inappropriate to say. My daddy used to take me to the Ethiopians. It was a big house. They all what was together. inappropriate about Ethiopia? I don't know if I'm supposed to refer to them as something else. Are they Ethiopian? I mean, they're from Ethiopia, but you. I mean, from Ethiopia, but you know, I don't know. If that's disrespectful. Like the Ethiopians, you know what I'm saying? Like we say the Africans, like the Dominicans, the Dominicans. You say the okay. So I'm the right. Italians. I'm just making sure I'm not offending nobody. So my daddy used to drop me off like it was a daycare, which I'm sure they. Didn't appreciate my dad used to drop me off at like seven <laughs> o'clock in the morning to go get my hair braided by the Ethiopians, and they would do whatever kind of hair came through that door. They did it, and it was beautiful. And then they let the kids run around to their parents to get there. Sometimes my dad didn't come back until like five in the afternoon. I don't know what he thought was happening in there, <laughs> but he'd be like, "Get out!" And I'd be like, "Well, okay, guess I'm getting my hair braided and not my dad going home." Definitely <laughs> used to throw us out the car for some hair appointments too. Like he would have us in the hood. Mostly my sisters, like my mom, my my aunt used to braid my hair. 
And I'm so glad. And I, that's another thing. I learned how to braid. I, I've always known how to braid hair. I've touched my own. But like to the scalp, I never got good practice because my mom would buy me mannequins. Mm-hmm. Well, she really poured into me. I wanted to be mm-hmm. a hairdresser growing mm-hmm. up, but they would be white girl hair. So, so I never really insane. practiced yeah. on a human head. But I was bothering my sister, and I ended up braiding her hair, and that was pretty lit. Yeah. So I was excited about that. And it looked halfway, partly. I didn't have a comb or anything. I was just pointing, like, hey, sis, let me pleasure your hair. Mm-hmm. And it looked kind of okay. Good. So, I never yeah. braided. I can't braid. Um, I feel like that would make being natural easier if I could braid with the fact that I can't it's like do y'all want to throw a- charge niggas $20 yeah, yeah. Like, bitches will steal that shit because people steal intellectual property I'm ready steal. to go to court anyway but so, wait a minute that is I'm matter of fact ready. I'm about to call Cam we making a flyer that shit's gonna be next month that's Period. gonna be super lit that's good. no that's so lit um I love that nigga nigga <laughs> Pretend to catch you just so if it was on camera. It's mics and shit. I'm like, you good? Ooh, you all right up there? Okay. All right. But yeah, so that would be a really good idea. And um, we're going to teach you. You have sons. You know yeah. what? If, you know, Jay so wants to grow his hair out and do he his little does, okay, so Drake, Jerry, who is that? Don't Jay know. wants one to lock his hair. That's gonna be but cute. the problem is we keep doing this and get the growing it out in that little ugly stage where it's like this nigga just look like you need a haircut. It's like that every, Frank Mitchell stage. Yes. Every time it. we get to that, he shuts down. He's like, I need a haircut fucking now. <laughs> I'm like, Jay, you're locking your hair. He was like, I, I can't. One time he got in trouble. And like I had taken everything from it. It's just like he was just refused to fucking break and just stop <laughs> doing dumb shit. So I was like, you know what, Jay? Forget it. I'm not taking you to get your haircut. This man fell to his knees. He said, please, mommy, I'll change. <laughs> please, baby, please. please. Okay, so this obsession with, like, keeping your hair cut and shit starts small. Yeah. Because this nigga was in there like, oh, bitch, if you don't take me to get my hair cut. <laughs> I don't know what I'm running away. I can't go take to the Did y'all see the video of that child on White Swap packing up? Yes. I'm getting out of here. to take away bacon. Yes. I'm getting out of here. I would have She too. thinks that she could just come in here and take- say whatever she wants. Give me my shit. She thinks she She's a smart little girl, but guess what? I'm like, this is racist. I don't know how, but it is. But like the fact that you came to somebody's house and was like, you're not eating bacon no more. I would have responded very, very Very similarly. What? I'm like, what you, what the fuck you mean? Yeah, he was tame for how I would have. Yeah, exactly. He packed up his shit and left because he knew he was going to get out of character. I would have stayed in the household and got out of character. Showed my ass. What the fuck? This bitch mean ain't no bacon. And they really let him leave in his fucking Thomas the Train. I might have said something racist. Like you know what? If ever it would have been a time as a little white child that racism would have come out of my mouth, it would have been that. You, you bitch. Put the bacon back in the refrigerator. I would have said racist shit. You don't even. You also the coon taking bacon. Daddy, this spook is in here taking the fucking you know how Doja Cat be using racial slurs and like you gotta really search the recesses of your mm-hmm. mind for mm-hmm. it like fucking um what was it Dindu what's that mean apparently okay so she has a song um and it's essentially it's called Dindu or whatever and it um I didn't know what it meant so I look it up and Dindu is like a new racial slur for people who like are like getting killed by the police and like I didn't do anything I didn't do but the gag was in her song, she wasn't using it that way, but that's what the word means. And she's not a stupid girl. She's just um, throwed and weird enough to where I know she learned that word somewhere and mm. tried to use it in another that way. That is awful. But that, that is shit awful. is racist as fuck. And I would still eat her pussy. So I'm working on me. You should. Uh, are you your joke of the week? Yeah, I guess. 
Right, because we what do you have to do? Like, I'd still do it. Because I, I said somebody was racist last week. You were like, what they got to do with me? But winter boys, these light skinned bitches. And I don't even like light skinned She is a white skinned bitch. She's mixed. She's not skinned. It seems like you do, friend. I don't. I know what the I know what the history is. Beautiful black woman. I bet that bitch look better at Lauren. That is problematic. Don't say that. She didn't write it. She she said and wrote it. But um, I don't even like. I don't have a. I love black people. That's what people say for they say they like black people. I love black people, and I have. But the light skin was enough. Their hit didn't know. But I've never been one of those dark skin people that was attracted because that's a thing. You know, some dark skin people are like only attracted to light skin people, or they want to like make sure their kids aren't darker. I've always been attracted to dark skinned men. I will say, like most recently, this is this guy that I'm dating is the most time that I've ever spent with a light skinned person that wasn't related to me, and um, I don't like to believe that there's a difference. But his behavior is thrown off, and I can only assume that it's because he's a light skinned. It's man. like there's not a difference, but there is. It's like they all niggas at the end of the day, but it's, but just, it's, like... it's just it's just the like okay, so like. Sometimes, like, with dark-skinned men and them being angry, I'm like, okay, I could end up murdered here. But, like, with this guy and his light-skinned ways, it's just, like, I'm going to be a mental patient. I'm going to have to live in a padded room for the rest of my life. See, light-skinned niggas will kill you, but they'll kill you in, like, a really, like, delicate way. way. Not literally, like, like, light-skinned niggas will ruin your life and be like, I ruined your life. I'm so sorry. sorry. Dark-skinned niggas will ruin your life and be like, duh. Whoa, like, you sought out to do that? Let me use your car again. (laughs) Here, but what the fuck? But I do feel like the colorism when it comes to men, like light-skinned men or whatever, is so different. It's not as, like, detrimental. Because, first not. of all, dark-skinned niggas is getting pussy everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. dark-skinned... Always. Like, we, we... The joke's gonna fly, mostly from men. Because, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. y'all roast your black-ass yep. friend. Men, don't shut your black-ass up. Yep. Your nighttime-ass. Yep. Whatever the fuck, you know? My dad used to get talked about his skin tone so bad. Your fine-ass daddy, they talked about? My father I, I wasn't gonna say it. I had to say it. Because I don't know if they know the tally-daddy is fine. Tally-daddy so we're not talking about my... Like, and this is why I don't bring him up. This right here. <laughs> but this is our, you bring your dad up a lot. And, and this is our first, first time, time saying it. Because, like, I mean, he's my dad. So, I've, I've been thanking you guys inwardly because I feel like I should be able to talk about him without episodes. people being like. We did wait five episodes. Oh, okay, five, five episodes. episodes. That's fine. But he got talked about because, like, he has a, a, a big nose. He, had a, his, he grew into his nose. Like, his nose was always that size. And he just grew into it, you know, like, Same. as an older person. And um, he was always getting called some kind of black-ass bullshit. And, and the do- his nose was like a double-barrel shotgun. Damn. And he got a half a bell pepper nose. That one came from me. Um, <laughs> you know, just all types of fuck shit. And I'm like, I can't imagine just, like, being a dark-skinned. Like, I know it's like being a dark-skinned girl. And I'm not, people say I'm not dark-skinned. At all. I told you, you're dirty red. You're dirty. We're the same color. I no, just, can you look at our I'm arms? not looking right now. You guys look, I will say this. Very, we look like cousins. Right now, yeah. arm to arm, it's very, actually, Tally's hand is blacker than yours on top. I'm not really sure what's it's going on. It's the lighting, on. shadows. It's not the lighting. We're Bitch, the we are same not the color. Same. You are light-skinned that? adjacent. I am a brown queen, and you are dirty I'm red. I'm not light-skinned adjacent. I have red undertones, but I'm brown. That's the only dark skin. The under part of my I ass is black. cannot. That is a. Let's do a poll. That's this week's poll. Are you dark skinned <laughs> if the under part of your ass is black? <laughs> under part of my ass is black. I don't. I'm know. dark skinned then. No. No. I'm. I think you're dirty I'm red, Tally. You're, you're. If I'm dirty red, then you're dirty red. I'm not dirty red. My undertones are different. Your undertones here and here are red. It's more for yellow. But I'm looking at your face. It might be yellow in this area and this area, but this under you looking real. Uh, but I'm like brown. You looking real native. Okay. My undertones are also brown. So. <laughs> But it, oh, we're not the same color, though. I wouldn't look at you like, oh, you guys are no. the same color. 
Y'all, you're light skin passing. You're. Light. I'm light skin passing. You are. If, wild if, if you were like, if there was like a light skin like um cut off, you would like barely right be at the line. Like you'd be. I have failed numerous paper bag tests. Yeah, that's. So but, like, I don't you know the paper what you on like the back of somebody's car and let the sun kind of heat it up a little bit and they got to. If my wow, if my ex started dating, I'm like, why are you gonna leave me for a light skin bitch? That would be like, if I looked at you, I would take you as light skin. I, you're you're bugging. I'm a black. I don't know. I, I'm very comfortable in the middle. No, if you just shoot me your arm right quick, I just want to make sure that we can put this on Twitter later. <laughs> <laughs> if you just make them guess whose arm is whose. Honestly, from this angle, tell no. Actually, darker, this this is, really is my light skin side. Okay, do it back on this side. Yeah, don't do the under. They're gonna know it's me by the, the hair. Side of your arm is what dark skin people show people. I ain't that dark. Like if you don't flip your <laughs> not flip your black arm ass arm that over Tyrone. No, don't do that because that's gonna be lying. It looks fucking yellow. I'm not yellow. It's very yellow. You're pissing me off. Okay, fuck you. But yeah. I don't. I don't take us at the same coat. Anyway, um, person we argued for that for five. Yeah, we're gonna move forward. Oh, we got on my goddamn. Mouth. So okay, um, fine. Tally's brown. Um, thank you guys for listening. Live tweeting, y'all are great. Surprisingly, yes. there are more men live tweeting than women. That's hilarious. That's of, that is that is outrageous. That thing is trying to fuck. They're not. <laughs> No, <laughs> no, no, but thank you guys so much for watching and keep it going. Send it to your friends, pass it on because, like, more people tweet, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Chats. Who the fuck talking about fucking civil rights leaders? Yeah. And then then we go from there, so yeah. that's lit. So keep we can it, pay our bills. Like, yes, we're gonna start having stuff, you guys. Um, so and y'all, I don't niggas, have to unblock my sugar daddy. Yikes. So, I niggas have been mine. emailing us. Yes, the letters are finally what going up. Y'all have been emailing us. Y'all have been... Did anybody DM us? Um, people be, like, uh, mentioning us in their stories and stuff, but I don't think we got any, like, So we didn't know letters DMs. in the DM. Okay, so y'all been emailing But y'all can yeah. put Thank letters you. in the DMs, though. Um, so who wants to go first with reading our letters? I can start. Yay. I have mine right here. Um, mine is from... Are we saying their names? I don't think so. Unless they're, like... If don't say my name. say your name, tell us. Because I'll be starting saying names. Yeah, y'all want to just say first names? Yeah, I'm going to say her first name. She didn't tell me not to say her name, so there we go. So this is a funny story from India. Hi, India. Hey, girl. Hi. She said, hey, queens. I love your podcast. My funny story is when I was in 12th grade, I was dating this boy, and he got free tickets to Six Flags, New Jersey, and wanted me to go with him. We're from Maryland. So it was me, the boyfriend, his friend, and his friend's mom drove. Oh, because they was young niggas. That sucks. Yeah. I do you, That era of dating, ugh. Oh, I didn't get chaperones. Yeah, so. chaperone dating gag. Everything I did was a secret. My very first date was chaperone. We went and saw Transformers 2. Oh, you've had more than one chaperone date. The story you told us, I thought that was just going to be the one time his brothers came. But no, he was on punishment. My dates by 12th grade were unsupervised. Okay. This one, I was, it was like 09. I went to see Seven Pounds for one of my birthdays, and I picked that movie because I knew I wasn't going to pay attention to it, and I wanted to suck some dick. And right when I thought I was about to suck some dick, I looked in the rows behind me, and my dad was there. Of course it is. So, like, why the fuck are you trying I, to go see Seven Pounds? Seven, seven Pounds of dick? <laughs> Who sucks dick during Seven Pounds? You gotta pick a movie you really don't want to see because I'd be mad if I paid this go see a movie and then I wanted to see it and I was in there sucking dick so I missed important parts. <laughs> Suck so, dick somewhere else, no. <laughs> back to India because something is wrong with Italian. <laughs> so I sucked dick to Seven Pounds. Okay, anyway. Will Smith didn't die for that, literally. She didn't die. So India gets to the park and um, her boy was like, this is my riding buddy. Referring to his friend, and I'm, and so I'm thinking, who am I supposed to ride with? 
I rode one ride with his friend's mom and one by myself. No, this nigga did not. Yes, this nigga did. Finish it, finish it. You should see me reading it at home. We, I did not read this already. So we get on the boat ride. <laughs> and didn't it, I didn't read, read it. it. I'm sorry, y'all. Like, I've been, oh, Lord. It's okay. Oh, doing it's, my best. It's, it's pure, though. It's, it's this is organic. pure. This is my real reaction. This nigga had a riding buddy. Okay, you fucking him? Great. Great. That's what I thought, but Great. I didn't want to be mean. I was like, this is a nigga? Like, his riding buddy? My riding, that's suggestive in itself. My riding buddy has a strap on. Okay, come on, read the movie. Read the, the read the movie. I mean, read I'm the, problematic. Read okay. the thing. We get on the boat ride, and it was slippery because his homeboy was so wet. I mean, that's not what this says. That's not what the fuck this <laughs> says, guys. We get on the boat ride, and it was slippery because it had been raining. We get off the ride, and his friend's mom slips off the ride and breaks her wrist. What the fuck? We all go to the Six Flags Infirmary, and they say she needs to go to a hospital. So I volunteered to stay with her, and my boyfriend and his friend rode rides all day. Where is this woman's fuck-ass son? How your mammy break her wrist, and you like, all right, then I'm finna go to Goliath. Oh, get on the Goliath. That's what I'm about to say, too. Like, what the fuck? Gag, though. Shit, let me get on the Georgia Scorcher then, mom. Like, what? When she saw I volunteered to stay, and they dipped, her direct quote was, I guess hanging with me is better than being ignored. Which was damn. She didn't have to roast you like fucking that. Fucking, but no, first of all, like, bitch, they'll talk to be crazy with, with your, your broke wrist ass. But thank you because I don't, that nigga. Okay. At least I'm not crazy because you see it too. Right. It was dark, so we went to a nasty motel, and my boyfriend was lying in the bed with his friend. What? Hey. Okay. At what point did they make out? Hold yeah. on, I don't see that in here. My boy, his boyfriend was lying in the bed with his friend, and was like, "Come on and join us." Derek Rose. It sounds like little niggas being weird. <laughs> that was her boyfriend was Derek Rose the whole yeah. time. Like, hey, come fuck my homeboy. Hey, boy. come fuck all my That's friends. That's the funniest shit you ever said. You fuck them niggas. Like <laughs> what? Like y'all are so pressed. Why well, I gotta do it? I went in the bathroom and just cried. That's Ferris's. We yeah. left the motel because we heard gunshots. LOL. What's funny? <laughs> you know how you LOL when it's trauma. We heard gunshots. <laughs> 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 we was in danger after that long. If she would have died this day, it would be the worst day to die. Cause now you in line in heaven with these two niggas that don't give a fuck about you and they mama with the broke wrist. Like this is. Heaven. I think our wrist be fixed once they got to heaven though. Well, yeah, magically if she get in. Anyway, cause she I sounds went, sassy. They left cause they heard gunshots and we had to sleep in the car overnight. Oh, so the, y'all was scared. In the morning, I had to drive home because I was the only one with a license. My just grown ass lady. What? Cause the lady wrist broke. She can't. She drive. can still fucking drive. No, and your wrist broke. And there's two other niggas. What are they in the back seat just chilling? Just jacking each other off. Each other. Circle jerk. <laughs> finger back. popping each other's assholes. Finger popping each other. We're not finger popping each other. She had to fucking drive home. She's the only one with a license. Had me out there on New Jersey Turnpike, fresh out of driving school. We later broke up because I had to beat his ass outside of my church. That's another story. I want to hear that fucking story. I want to know why you kept fucking with this nigga after this experience. Well, I mean, they were at the sixth when she first, India, she said um, she's a big fan of the podcast. She loves. We're a big fan of you. We're a big fan of you. Please let us know what happened at the church. Yeah, send that letter in. That's like the longest date ever. But you know what? Just young me, I'm not about to ride these rides with you. Like, and I know that that's, you know, that's contradictory to my history, but I'm not about to ride these rides with your mom. And I came here to yes, be on a you. Yes, you are, Tally. You're no, exactly I'm not. who's no, going to ride Let's make ride. out no, on the I'm fucking not. boat no, ride and shit, nigga. I don't want yeah, to ride shit with fucking with Laverne ass. No, that's crazy. This is my riding buddy. I will step through both and of you know, mom have made a scene, though. Like, riding buddy? I'm your riding buddy. And mom buddy. stopped riding after a while. So like, Yeah, they do. They sit down. 
Yeah, they, they get turkey legs and shit. Off. They're like, all right, y'all. Especially if you're seniors, y'all are yeah. seniors at that point. She should have been like, look. She should have brought a friend for the homeboy, though. 11 o'clock, be there. That's they should have brought a friend for the homeboy. But boy. my thing is, like, if she wasn't expecting the homeboy to come, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, niggas don't be getting What's the unexpected like, answers. coming? We don't know that, but from what I know of niggas, a nigga will introduce some other shit into the function without letting you know at They will. Her nigga should have brought a, a girl or something. You know niggas be bringing the equal amount of bitches for their I friends. bet him and the riding buddy are married and have adopted children <laughs> at this point. Honestly. Or you know what? Or yeah. the riding buddy has a wife that he would never disrespect that way. Yikes. Mm-hmm. And maybe he wanted to be something more. And yeah, he was like, he brought like his beard on his Vipers, on Black Mirror. Maybe they just I have been told to watch that episode after my tweet. That, uh... Watch it. Mm-hmm. Should, yeah, you actually really You know, I kind of... Yeah. Fell off a of black mirror, but I've heard. Things. I did not make it past the first episode. That man fucked that pig. I was like, this is. Oh no! Like, you gotta skip episode. the first episode. You gotta skip that episode. I don't do this shit. You gotta. I didn't it, it skip good. it. I was at a nigga's house. He's like, we about to watch Black Mirror, and I was like, oh, Did you God. hate watching shit with niggas? Oh, my, I first of all, a lot of niggas have. They think that their personalities are just so great. They have the worst taste in. This nigga just. I used to talk to begged me to watch Making of a Murderer. I don't watch this sad that shit. Did he do it or not? I don't. Fucking, I'm not waiting 12 episodes to find out if he killed this bitch. I mean, the the end of the story is in the title. Making up a murder. <laughs> he did it. So he why are we here? What is the story? All right, let's move on to our next letter. Uh, mm. Do you want to go or should I go? I don't read it because this is the next email. So okay, cool, 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 cool. this one is from Sydney. She says, hey, ladies, exclamation point. Y'all wanted somebody to play with and I'm here. LOL in all caps. She flirting. Hey, boo. Hey. Hey, I'm Sydney, and I'm a senior in college in Orlando. I guess my joke of the week, slash all of 2020, which is a joke, I know, is how these jobs want you to have 18 years of experience in the field before they even look at your application. Excuse me? I want to work in media slash entertainment, so I look up podcasts, entertainment news, and video, and casting jobs. And all of them require a length of experience that I do not have. I've got a podcast internship under my belt, and I'm shocked I got that. When I voice my frustration to people, they suggest I research and contact people in the field of entertainment and ask them for advice. That scares me, but I'm going to do it anyway. These people don't know me, lol. Mel, I know your college tales from the OG on my grown podcast. Where's the friend of the show, okay? And I'm wondering what you guys think about dying Diving, sorry. I was like, I'm ready. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> this shit. Let's go. I'm ready to take the big sweep. When? <laughs> what are you waiting for? Think about diving into, <laughs> into the entertainment biz. And if you think college has any real benefit since these jobs don't even care about the, that piece of paper, if you haven't been in the field, I'm studying communications, entertainment business, and I have a film minor. I'm working too hard to let this degree rot. Love the show and can't wait to hear from you guys. Okay, so. Boy. Oh, sweet baby. Oh, bless your heart. Which one y'all? Can I go? I, I mean, have nothing to say about having a degree as I do not own one. Okay. Um, they look lovely, though, on people's so walls. So here's my thing. Decoration with trauma. Uh, yes. So with, I don't work in the entertainment field. Um, and I, Outside of comedy, I don't have a desire to like get into like the back end of it. But uh, working in politics, I realized halfway through my the you know procuring my degree that if I did not get any experience immediately that I was never going to get hired so I think that it was like my junior year and I started focusing more on getting field experience than grades which wasn't the best thing to do in the world but 
I have never had anybody in my field ask me for my degree, check on my degree, mm-hmm. look for it, call anybody from college, ask the niggas in the calf how I behave, none of what, that shit. What kind of pieces she's right? To do? None of it. So I would say just like really like putting your feet to the ground where you can. I don't know. You said you go to school in Orlando. I don't know what the entertainment industry is like there. But get you better take your ass to fucking Disney. Somewhere where you can do it. Go to LA, go to New York, come to Atlanta, somewhere where you can get involved. I mean, don't come to Atlanta. We don't need no more. Thank you. Here. I didn't want to be but, a bitch. No, I mean, it's fine. <laughs> it's very But fine. go to LA, go to New York, and get you some actual experience. So that way, when people are like, you need experience, be like, well, the amount of experience you're asking me for is unreasonable because I would have been a child if I had that much experience, but I have done this, 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 and this. Okay, as someone who has a degree that is just collecting dust, I don't know if many people know this, but I have a degree in information technology. That ain't got shit to do with what I'm doing right now. Um, I, I too, am pursuing a degree, uh, not a degree, a career in entertainment, which is going, um, interestingly, right now. It looks we got cute. the pod. We got the pod. We got the pod. pod going we great. We got the pod. I finished, oh, I finished my short film Boom. yesterday. Hey. That was lit. Yes. Yeah, so that's my, super cute, too. Yeah, thank yes. you. That was my second short film, so that's really cool. But, like... Honestly, this shit is ghetto. I, I hate to discourage you. I mean, you about to be finished, so you may as well finish out that degree, baby girl. But when it comes to entertainment, I think you have to also kind of create your own opportunities mm-hmm. and see what kind of hookups. Like, I know with entertainment, it's like who you know and stuff, too. Mm-hmm. And I get that. And you just got to, you know, sometimes people hook you up, and it just that's just how favor works sometimes. But also, don't, don't DM strangers on the internet and ask them for a job because that shit is weird. And especially when people like me, like my friend Alexis posted about this too. She's like, you know, God has been good to me, but please stop DMing me asking for a job because I'm still struggling myself. Yeah. Like, bitch, I just had ramen. Stop asking my BET and shit. I am not on you the. You bring up noodles one more time. I mean, that was just, that was just an okay. example. I did go get some roast, and it was really fun. It was great. Me and Rodney hung out, and hey, we got some you did dairy. Pick it up? I did. Hey, I forgot to text you. Me and Rodney was having fun, okay. and then we um got some Dairy Queen. We had I, a whole thing. I will say though, like as far as like the school thing goes, um, if you are doing something entertainment, college is like the best place to be like networking and getting yeah, people. and like, creating you have opportunities. A pool of people that yeah. you can facilitate to come to listen to or whatever. So yeah. even if you don't fucking graduate, use it. To your benefit. And you have a pool of people at college that are not doing shit but going to school. Yeah, like so they if want y'all to start your own podcast. Yeah, create your own, your own yeah. shit. If y'all want to start doing, I mean, I'm not a fan of skits, but if you want to start doing skits, then do she skits. She said specifically, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan, but if that's what you want to do. Skits suck, but also you do. I mean, not <laughs> But if you want to do that just, bullshit. It's just not my deal. Um, you know, if you want to get into media, I'm sure that your school has a uh, like television program. I know most colleges do. Where they do like news and shit, get on that shit. And yeah, just create your own opportunities. YouTube is. It, you easy. could be a weather girl if you wanted to, sis. I don't know what you look like. I might have lied. I mean, find some black people. Weather if you in Orlando in college, you probably go to UCF or some shit. Um, I mean, drive up the road to, to BCU. I mean, they suck, but honestly, you can try to go up there and make some friends. Oh, you from I know Florida that. For real, I'd be forgetting this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because you like because when you hear about Florida man yeah. and the people from Florida, Florida you don't think people think Florida is just one big mass of land that's all like down the street. Because when people like Tallahassee, oh, you go to school in Florida, y'all go to the beach. Tallahassee is in South Alabama. is South Georgia, like it is Florida as fuck. Like I'm from Florida, I've lived most of my life in Florida. Like between college and my internships, like I lived in Jacksonville. That was when I tell you the ghetto. Uh, yeah, Jacksonville was ghetto because I was out there for a little bit. Was yeah, like, Jacksonville was like, the, well, I, I, like where I was wasn't ghetto. It's not Miami is ghetto, and Miami can also and be Miami, ghetto. Miami is also ghetto. Saw, Orlando is fucking ghetto. If you make one wrong Once turn, you step off that Disney shit in Orlando because this is its own city. Like, that's where we stole that nigga MacBook. 
See? Crime. Or Orlando. Crime. He tried or- to steal the GPS out the car. Out the car? This is before it was when it was like at about seven. This is when it was seven, yeah, when it oh, wasn't okay. like attached. Like this is like some years ago. That was a dated sentence. Yeah, like yeah, 2010 maybe there. at that. No, Orlando, like if we go like downtown or if we go to the Citrus Bowl, like when we go to the Florida Classic and we be driving, I was like, Mickey Mouse, I don't know nothing about Jones High. Like this shit is good. Also, Orlando was when I almost went to jail and I had been watching um some criminal show or whatever, some TV court show. And I was like, my, you don't know who my father is? My father runs this town. He'll have your badge. And it worked. <gasps> I was like, I love Florida. <laughs> They're so dumb. He didn't even double check. He just uncuffed me. I was like, is a black person in charge down here? You know, there is a nigger in that office. Like, we had a desk. Over, my best friend was like, he's about to kill us. I'm like, no, he let us go. So, shout out to my dad. I'm gonna try that one. Day. You should. I, it I'm was gonna like, try I'm it drunk. somewhere. Shit, I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try it somewhere low risk, like yeah. a Chick fil A. Do you know who my fucking father is? Right. Your, your name tag. I will have your job. I'll have the, your visor. Like, girl, I was, and then once it worked once, that was just my shit. I was like, oh, I'm just trying to If you stay it wide enough, niggas will believe me. Yeah, too. if you're just like. Excuse me, do you know who my father, father is? And just be really disgusted at what they're doing. Like, he he was upset with me because he was like, ma'am, you're drunk and you, um, I just did something stupid. Like, I don't know. And so I had to pretend like. My money's on public. Officer Trenton I think, that? I think okay. I peed in public. Yeah, I think it was something that's, dumb. That's on brand. Yeah, and he was like, you can't do that. And I was like, nigga, fuck you. And then he cuffed me and I was like, my dad. <laughs> All right, let me oh, yeah, we're going to move on to the uh, next Last letter. Last letter. Um, we saying people's names, right? Yeah. The first name, just this the first is, name. I'm um, from Renee. She says, first off, I absolutely love this podcast. Thanks. The part of California that I live in doesn't have a big black population compared to other races, so I've often either been the only black woman in many different spaces, i.e. classrooms, social gatherings, etc., Listening to this podcast just makes me feel like I have all have that friend group of black women I've always you wanted. You do. Girl, We're I'm about to cry. Beautiful. Um, wow, friends? that was a lot. I'm too sensitive for this. Um, continuing her letter. But anyways, for my question, I'm about to turn 25, and about a year ago, I cut off my main friend group. They were just really toxic friends and constantly had drama. Since then, I've mainly kept to myself and just focused on work. Most adults I know make friends through college work or by befriending people their friends are friends with. I'm one of the youngest people in my office. Most people are 10 plus years older than me, and since I cut off my main group of friends, I can't meet friends that way. I consider going to bars by myself, danger, and meeting new people that way, but being harassed by men while hanging out alone doesn't sound very fun. Right. Laugh emoji. Any advice, suggestions on how to solve this issue would be great. Sorry this was so long. Girl, you all right? I felt like I have to give some backstory on why I'm finding it difficult. Love the podcast. Can't wait to hear more from y'all. Renee. Okay, girl. Bless you. Which one of y'all want to go first? Um, I mean, yeah, don't go to bars alone. I would say you have the internet. You can go to bars alone, though. I do it all the time, but there's a science to it. But Lauren, you're also like your personality is, yeah. can kind of yield you're, that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We don't know her personality, and she doesn't seem to be the kind of person. She doesn't that's like, seem to be like, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it, fuck what's it. up, y'all? Like, but so, you don't have to do that. If you go to a bar by yourself, there's small bars where you can go and you can like sit at the bar. This also great with me, sugar daddies. Um, you mm-hmm, sit that's at true. the bar by yourself, and you kind of just kick it and wait for things to kick off, and then you start to mingle. And you just go from there, like, or go to the local. Is she? Is she local? No, she lives in California. Okay, so you, San Diego, California? 
Yeah. Um, I think like depend on like okay college. She just said California. If you went to HBCU, I know there's like a HBCU California group. Young black professionals. Group. Young mm-hmm. black professionals. Try to find like group me because that mm-hmm. usually that whatever city you're in, there's usually like a group called the Wave that has stuff in it. Um, go to stuff you like to do. Twitter and go to stuff where other black people. Will Instagram. Like yeah, find events. Oh, go on Eventbrite or look on Yelp. Look on Yelp at bars and clubs. So and if it says it's ratchet and ghetto, that's where you want to go. There's also a traveling um, R&B party, which is not my favorite R&B party. It's a close second. It's called R&B Only, mm-hmm. and they tour. And I went to the one in Dallas uh, with my homegirl because uh, the black scene in Dallas is very uh, small. You know, but we went to this party and it seemed like every black person that lived in that city was there. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that if you look up the R&B only, uh, it's uh, produced by uh, Colors Worldwide. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go there. Shout out to the groove, though. That's the Atlanta R&B party. That's yeah. my shit. Um, I've never been, though. The original. Oh, we need to go to the groove. Um, it's amazing. But yeah, go to R&B only. Find you some Negro Go friends. to party. Look, again, Negro go friends. to Eventbrite. Like, I, when I was on board and I would go to be at work, I would go on Eventbrite and just look up events that seem, yeah. like, mm-hmm. black or, like, colored. And then just go to shit. Go to Speed Day and go Groupons. to a space. Turn them. Groupon. Find some shit. Mm-hmm. Use the internet to your advantage, definitely. Honestly, also, and this is probably, Hinge. like, dangerous, but those dating apps. Hinge. For like, yeah, for, but actually, like, not for, like, sex. Like, don't talk to niggas on there. I would probably suggest you talk to women. You're going to have to sort through some really confused straight girls who are yeah. just trying to find somebody. But there are bitches on there who are just trying to find somebody to hang out with, like, a yeah. lot of the time. Yeah. And just what is always comforting, and it's going to sound like I'm being sarcastic, but I'm not. When you're a lonely girl, there are other lonely girls out there. Like looking you are, for you. Looking for you. So they, you are not the only lonely black girl out there. Yeah. The, um, pro- the problem with lonely girls, though, is they be lonely at the house. Like, why well, don't I have friends? Like, are they supposed to walk outside. in your house? Yeah. Yes. They are. You guys no, go outside. And, and that is, is the that part of the problem, Renee? Is, is it a part of it that you don't go outside, sis? I know you can't respond, but just send that in the email. If you don't go nowhere, then that's a part of it. You got to go and Go to the gym. It'd be black girls at the gym. And you can find bitches you like on Twitter that are fun. Like, you can find you something to fuck on at the gym, too. I don't know if you got a boo out there. But the gym is where it's at. And it, it, it be niggas. Girl, go to church. Oh, wow. Jesus. Yeah, not necessarily for friends. Though. Them Jesus bitches that be like, Jesus. No, Jesus, but you got to look. You got to go to church. You got to look for the bitch by herself with a little bit too much cleavage. And her outfit like she borderline for inappropriate. Look for Mel look for at Mel the Mel church. No, I don't be having, like, I be dressed like a fucking middle school teacher at church. Mel will throw that puff on top of her head <laughs> and go right to the house of the Lord. And I just know that that's her church hair. She put that <laughs> And be like, oh my god. I'll put me some fucking work pants on that's a little bit too tight with a turtleneck bitch, and I'll be in there praising them. And look for that bitch. Look for a bitch look like me. Like, this bitch was at the club yesterday, but she here. She was certainly look for her. 12 o'clock service. That's where the centers are. That's where I go. That's what time I go. 12 o'clock service. Find find the gays that be in church, too. Because if they're at that church, that means a good church. Oh, yeah. Find your local gayborhood, and they can also probably lead you to some black women. Big facts. Yeah. And the gays throw excellent events. They have great mm-hmm. potlucks Clean and events. Cinco de Mayo. They make margaritas from. Listen, I love the gays and their events. They had like a very nicely um, catered Friendsgiving. I enjoy the gays very much. Um, Thanks. It, it, it's always a great time. Um, Not you. Oh. We're, <laughs> shut up. Lauren. <laughs> um, okay, let's get into the actual message. Yes, Praise and worship today. lasted too long. We've been playing today. Yeah, we've been hanging out. Yeah, we are hanging out. So today we're going to talk about comedy. We're going to talk about, you know, we're comedians. We want to have our comedy episode. I mean, we're going to talk about comedy a lot. But this one we're going to talk about actual real-life comedy. Um, so let's tell our origin stories. Okay. How did you guys get, you know, started in comedy? What what happened? So, um, I, me, you. 
Um, so for me, I got started in comedy. Um, as I've stated, I was in a, a relationship where I was one half of an extramarital affair, mm-hmm. and um, it ended. It ended, but it was just like the most dramatic. You know what I'm saying? Like ending, and it, I was hurt. Like, and I felt like I was such a young person going through such an adult thing, and I felt like I could not talk to my family about it because you know, shun shun. Um, you know, I felt like I couldn't talk to my, I ended up talking to my friends about it, but at first, like, I felt like I couldn't talk to my friends about it because, like, it was such a bad thing, and, like, we're at the age where people want to be married, I'm like, now I'm going to be known as a friend that fucks people's husbands, so, Mm -hmm. you know, can't talk to them about that, so, um, I actually, Rodney had brought it up, because Rodney had done stand-up way before I did, and, uh, he brought it up, he was like, you need to put this on stage, he was like, you're funny, because, like, when I'm sad, it'll be, like, I'll be, like, hysterically laughing and crying about it and making jokes about it, he was like, this it's funny. Mm-hmm. Put it on stage. And I was like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do that. And he called me pussy. Which, if you get to know me, that's the easiest way to get me to do something. <laughs> besides eat man butt or do butt sex. <laughs> I but, was like, what? Yeah. pussy. my ass, bitch. <laughs> right. But uh, he called me pussy. And then I wrote my set. And then did Laughing Skull. And then I realized this is so much cheaper than therapy. <laughs> These people really aren't supposed to talk to me afterwards. So I can just say it. Like, say whatever it is that needs to be said. This is a way for me to spill secrets of mine in a way that you can't tell what's fiction and what's fact. Mm-hmm. So that was how I got started. And I just kept going because it's very cathartic. Getting on stage and talking about your problems to people who, you know, are strangers. I fuck with it. It is. It feels good telling them your business. Yeah. I feel like comedy has made me more like honest in my like day to day life. Because I'm just like, if I can tell these random motherfuckers just whatever, then here. Then why can't I tell you? Why can't I tell these niggas I don't like them for real? I was just texting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so how, how did you get? Um, Mine is like, I think a little more like twist. I started when I was younger. So when I was a little kid, um, my grandpa bought me this big ass like VHS carry camera. I used to write like films and like record them with my Barbies or force all the kids in the neighborhood. Bitch, you used to do Barbie movies yes. too. Me and my yes. girl. That was my shit. We used to have Bratz movies with like very extensive sex Yes. It was very explicit. And my family was like super supportive. Like sit out and watch them and like yeah, like not every single one but I used to get like here's your one night this month. Show us your movie. Your best. <laughs> Two films and we're out. So yeah, I used to do that. So um, as I got older and you kind of just move away from yourself and join the military, I was like, what the fuck, man? I don't know what I want to do, but I always knew that I like talking to people. And I knew that I liked doing stand-up or I liked the idea of me doing stand-up, mm-hmm. but I never wanted to do it because I was like, if I do this thing that I've like holding in my head so dear, it's like, yeah, if I did this, I'd be great. And I suck at it. Then I literally have just found that I have no purpose. So if I stay away from it, I can always say it You can't suck if you don't do it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So finally... Um, I did it um, after, like, I had so many people, I was, my friend Mikey, he's one of the first ones before I joined the military, like, you should be doing stand-up. I don't know what the fuck you're doing, but this isn't it. So I got back from the military. I did it. Laughing Skull was my first time. And, um, yeah, yeah, that little tidbit. Fuck yeah. And fuck don't it. It's been, it's been up. Like, it's up there and it's, it's stuff up there. It's up and it's still like, After I wrote my set, practiced, got to Laughing Skull, that light hit me. I fucking blanked. And I just started talking, and people started laughing. And I was like, what the fuck? This is going well. And it was like, when I was finished, people were like, you were like, it was green as fuck. Like, looking back, it was terrible. But like, you were like, really no. naturally, mm-hmm. like, this is it. I felt it was most myself I felt in so long. I constantly feel like I'm in, like, the wrong place or, like, a fucking square peg in a triangle spot. But that was the one time, like, I'm normal right now. So, yeah. won't be doing, won't be stopping there. That's beautiful. 
Um, yeah, nigga. Um, so yeah, yeah. nigga. <laughs> so yeah, I've been a student of the game, honestly, Ooh, like my whole life. I've been, a... been this shit, nigga. No, I'm playing. But no, I've inadvertently been a student of like the comedy game my whole life. Like I bonded a lot with my dad by watching stupid shit on TV, whether it being you know com- comedy, you know Jackass, Chappelle Show, whatever the mm-hmm. fuck. That's how we would like kick it, and. He said, yeah, it was always a part of my life, and I've always been just, I can just, I'm a good trivia person anyway, so I can always tell you hella shit. And I'll never forget, one day, me and my dad watched Paul Mooney. Um, it was like the night before a Chris Brown concert. It was like July 4th, 2008. It was chilling. That shit was, yeah, I have a very weird memory. I can remember, like, everything. So we was up, like, 2 o'clock in the morning just chilling in the living room. And I'll tell you, that shit was so fucking funny. Like, one of the jokes Paul Mooney said was like, are the niggas finished? Call it the White House, like just shit like that. I'm like, or like why the niggas wasn't allowed on the on the Titanic because it was like your heavy nigga bones, you'll drown. <laughs> so yeah, shit like that. <laughs> like you can't come, niggas. <laughs> All right, y'all come back now, you hear? You say the sharks in the Arctic was mad because like the white people had no meat on the bones. What happened to some years ago? Remember niggas? Remember niggas? <laughs> that good nigga meat. But yeah, that shit was funny as fuck. So fast forward, you know, my dad dies, trauma, trauma, trauma. And like, I'm always joking. I'm always like being funny. say it like that. Trauma, trauma, trauma. I mean, but yeah. We cope differently, but that's what the fuck it is, nigga. Like, I ain't gonna sit here and cry every time I bring it up. Because who has time for that? So, yeah. So like around, like just different things in my life have made me stop giving a fuck. Like, I I haven't told you about the incident in um, college when me and my friend's group text got Yes, that is actually one of my favorite male stories. When their their, uh, fucking the burn book got leaked. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was a really transformative moment in my life because that's when I really stopped giving a fuck. Because, like, I'm having a private-ass conversation. Yes, are we talking shit about everybody? Yes. Are we talking to y'all? No. And that's where y'all were wrong. To mind your... You should have been minding your No, so it was a complete... Well, I mean, was everything we were saying nice? No. Did I mean what I said? Yes. Was it supposed to get out? No. But it's like, it was an invasion of privacy. It was a violation of yeah. my privacy. But when shit, shit like per- that happens, it transforms you into a I said what I said person. And that's why that's yeah. why I'm, and what, like, and I knew then, y'all I'm not going to beat my ass. ass either. So it's like, <laughs> what, no, where do we go from here? So that's when I really stopped giving, that's when I really started, like, really getting my pussy ate for real, for real. Like, <laughs> I'm so for real. Because I'm like, I'm like, people are going to start talking shit about me. Either fucking wasting. I'm, I'm over here. I'm over here not sucking dick, not doing this, not doing that. Because I'm like, oh, people gonna say and they gonna think I'm a hoe. Yeah. And for what, bitch? So like a month after that, that's when I really like got some head at the Q house, and I was like, you know what, yolo. <laughs> that bitch. Q house head. Let me tell you something. <laughs> hey, girl. Now, hey, 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 that shit hit different. That shit hit like McDonald's Sprite. This shit right here, nigga. This shit right here. And at the time, that was the best head. And that nigga put fingers in there. I was like, this is head, nigga. Y'all been doing this in the streets and nobody told me. nobody said nothing. So that was like, that's when I really came out of my show, honestly. So that's when I was really like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to just say what I want. I'm going to just be. And after I graduated, I didn't have no like, oh, you're in the chapter. Be cool. That's when I really started. Get, not giving a fuck mm-hmm. and then I got in a relationship right after college and you know it was a good relationship I'm not even gonna lie like that's my thing like my ex thinks I hate him I really don't so I know Tess and JT y'all listening please tell the nigga I don't hate him I, hate him. I, really, I don't. really don't cause like of the fucking monsters I've been dealing with the past three years oh, this nigga's God. a saint he didn't give me no no problems no trouble when I got out of the relationship though that's when I was like you know what cause I, I had my podcast and I used to say crazy shit all the time my old podcast and Ronnie shout out to Ronnie problematic or not it's my dog um 
I told him if we weren't friends, I would have been blocked him on Twitter. But I was like, you know what? You mm-hmm. helped me. So he was like, you need to put this shit on stage. I was like, nigga, no, I'm not fucking doing that. Mm-hmm. So then after the breakup, I was like, you know what? I just might. Got a little jump of trauma. I got some material. So like half of my material when I first started was breakup jokes. And uh, one day he told me to come see him. Ronnie told me to come see, me, see him and like bring my notebook. I had been writing since November. And I was like, okay. And then I brought my notebook and I like told a couple jokes and niggas actually fucking laughed. I was like, oh shit. And then actually right near where we are now. And then a month later, Mario Torrey gave me some time at Escobar. Okay. That's when I first did like real stand up. Real said practice in the mirror like an Easter speech. And niggas was fucking with it. And I didn't know what order to put my jokes in because I didn't know what hit for real. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's, I'm going to put that in the end. I'm do this. I ain't going to say that. I'm do. And that shit worked. And I was like. Oh, we cooking with grease. Cooking with grease. And I went. Them first couple laughs feel like your first high, bro. Like that feel like the first couple coochie licks. Oh yeah, the first couple. That first lick. <laughs> Do you that remember your first, first lick? lick after, especially the first lick after they've like nibbled on like your hip. Suck and some inner thighs. Right. And you finally feel that like moisture. Breath. That's how them first stand up laughs feel. <laughs> yeah. Like when I got on stage, like yeah, I got an this afro. <laughs> That, that's really the best way to describe, like, doing comedy. Like, if you really want to do it, write some shit down and go tell it in front of people. You may not hit. It may it may be not worth when it. Laugh. But if it, somebody laughed, nigga. Like, I wrote this shit in my fucking phone note, and I said it in front I of people. I distinctly remember laugh. the first, like, time I saw somebody who shouldn't have laughed at a joke laugh uncontrollably, and I will never forget it. I told this joke about, I don't even remember the whole joke, but basically the punchline was, like, uh, the dude was like, I don't know who this bitch is calling me. da 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 I ain't going to tell you again. I won't talk about it no more. And then the punchline was, you don't know her, but her name is Throatzilla in your phone. And this old ass white lady was like, ha ha! Like she like no. When so old loud. white ladies get in a bag laughing Ooh. at you, like old white ladies love comedy. Yes. They'll, it'll be the old. You were so funny when you said you suck dick like a monster. I was like, like you, you what they love that. Yes. Gertrude, you like that? Yes. No, when I did my show two weeks ago, it was this like. So my mom was there, so it was my first time telling jokes in front of my mom. So that was like monumental, or whatever. And it was like tables. It was a church setting. And it was like this old light skinned lady to my right, like French roll, like, and she oh. was just, her face was so scrunched up. I think I, I was like, Auntie, you good? Like, I just wanna make sure you cause your <laughs> face, like, and she just made this Auntie ass face. But when I started making fun of my mom, she was laughing so hard. Aww. Like, when I was telling jokes about my mom dating and all this kind of stuff, and she was like, I look, she, she stopped me after, and she was like, You were so funny. And when you were telling jokes about your mom, it was so funny because I looked, I'm like, That gotta be her mom that she's talking about. Because my mom was. Di- when I made my mom laugh, yes. making your parents laugh is some nigga. Other shit. That shit made me so happy because she swore she didn't support me being a comedian, mm-hmm. but it's like she—I I knew she did. She didn't want to be like fake Parenty heart. About she, it. Yeah, like oh, you talking about dick, and I know it. So I'm not yeah. supporting that. But when she was over there fucking dying, I was like, my parents are polar opposites. Like my mother very obviously doesn't support me doing comedy <laughs> and does not understand why I would get on stage and say that I suck dick, even though everybody knows I do it. I don't know. <laughs> right. I don't know why it's supposed to be a secret. And, and then, that's but, the dick you suck. but like my dad was my my like most strict parent growing up and mm. like very punitive. I was always getting punished for something. And he had the most laid back response to me telling jokes. Like I remember the first time I got on stage and said a whole bunch of foul shit, and then I came off and I thought I was gonna, I was a grown up and I'm like I'm about to get beat. And then I was like, are you not mad? He was like, I know who you are. He's like, I raised you. He was like, no. I want you to get up there and be yourself. When we was at your show and you was telling them big dick nigga jokes, <laughs> and I turned around I was like, oh no, he's here. <laughs> and he was just like. <laughs> 
It's my child. And I was like, that is fucking hilarious. <laughs> he knows who I am. Like, at this point, like, he's... Also, we don't... I'm a, you know what? It's fine. We won't talk about Tally's dad that way. Yeah, we're not going to bring it up anymore. We're going to move on. I'll just big dicks and Tally's dad in the same sentence, Mel. What are you trying to do? <laughs> you threw the oop. You See, threw the oop. I did I not. I didn't say anything. Mel put, put it up there for me. You know couch. how I am. Like a, like a treat. She was like, come on. Come on. <laughs> Stop See, it. that one wasn't me. Did you do that on purpose? No, I didn't. I didn't. I was just telling the story. No, remember I posted the story because he yeah, okay. I was standing by yeah, him. Remember, I, remember <laughs> I I wasn't talking about your dad bit like that, you know. I posted like, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm sorry. You don't know. My dad's dead, but if he was, you probably <laughs> would like make jokes. Cause this he was, he's a cute, thick poppy, so I'm sure you would have came back with like, all right now, don't get in jail or the fuck or something. I would like accept it. But he's not here. I don't I didn't say anything about your dad. Big black dick. My daddy dead. What, <laughs> what the fuck? You what? can't come back with like your because, daddy jokes. I'm because, sorry. Because the my dad dead is supposed to make me not mad. Yeah, that's like, like, okay. like, your daddy got a big dick, my daddy dead. Daddy dead. I wish I had a daddy. My friends would joke about fucking like I don't know how that works. I'm trying to clean it up. <laughs> You pissed me off. Daddy, big black dick. Yo. Don't. Yo. Because I'm supposed to live with that. I'm just supposed to go home with that information. Like, no. I was channeling my inner. Uh, Pressing forward, Melanie. I'm, I'm glad that we got it on the table. Um, we talked about it. BBC. No. <laughs> See, I, I quit. <laughs> this is the this is the Drew Hill moment where I quit on the air. On the sh- you why he would say that <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> I'm quitting off the air. Big black dad. Somebody can send my luggage. I'm over <laughs> it. <laughs> Moving on. Um, so who was your first friend in the comedy industry? Who oh was my the gosh. first person this is to a like fun question. Yeah, you go ahead, Lauren. First friends. I guess I would say first friend in the comedy industry. Um, two separate people. The first person to like really give me advice, like take me under his wing and fucking just anything like that. Was uh, Shay Clemens out of okay. uh, Jacksonville? Mm-hmm. Shout out to Shay. He actually like put me on a show in Orlando. I fuck with Shay. Wild, all that super super fucking cool. So Shay's awesome. He was the first, I guess, like person like I had in that space, and then the first person I really got like cool with doing comedy and like hanging out with outside of comedy was actually fucking Cameron. Cameron, yeah, I was Cameron, gonna, I was gonna say Cameron. Yeah. I was gonna say Cameron too. Yeah. I had to cuss him out two weeks ago. I'm fake mad at him right now. I'm really not mad, but I just had to, <laughs> I had to hate him a little bit. Um, you know, he be, you, he be having to do that. But he's he's young, so he's like that's my. And it's so crazy because I be letting him talk to me crazy, but it's like you know what you're talking about. But you're fucking five, so stop yeah, talking to me. I forget he's a grown up. So I'm it's sorry, it's see. funny. He's a baby. So yeah, my first friend was obviously Ronnie because he got me to do this shit, mm-hmm. and then. I know it was Cameron too for like real like I trust Cameron like yeah. if he give me a tag I'm gonna use that shit cause he yeah. knows the fuck he talking about yep. um, we're being way too nice to Cameron right now um, oh be nice to the boy but um, Cameron be nice to the boy so yeah Cameron he's <laughs> real nigga when I met him he was like 21 I'm like oh so like yeah like okay this little nigga like does this shit that's he, not the he one that tra- called me thick is it Yes, Probably, yeah. But don't you know what? Nice Here's what I will say. <laughs> I don't, and then we're going to separate this from it actually being Cameron because that's like my, ew. But Cameron's girlfriend is so fine and thick that she I really can't is. help but think he must have the meat. He, I he don't probably know. got oh the meat. Oh my God. He probably got thick as I do not want to talk about Cameron's dick. that fire on him, sis. I don't know because we did talk about something. Because we don't take little dick. And he is short. We, but I, but Cameron I, and dick Cameron so yuck. Nah, well, I don't I know him like to say yeah. Cameron, if you probably got out of <laughs> like it's gonna be like a clown dick. So I'm cool. Waka waka. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> um, camera keys, like something, like 
Oh my god, why would you say some shit like that, bitch? Now I can't even look at this nigga. Do you know how horrible it is to find out your homeboy got a big dick? Courtney's fine as hell. She's thick as hell. And I was looking, I was looking at the waist to ass ratio. I was like, no, probably the breaks. When I first saw, I was like, now how is Cameron managing this? And how? Please don't, don't say it. I told you. Them, them skinny niggas show up. They, I know. I honestly. This is why. This is why people think we fucking can't. So y'all can camera? say that my dad has a big black cock. But we can't talk about this man that none <laughs> of us are related to. He ain't nobody daddy. He ain't Correct. nobody's daddy or brother or uncle or cousin. Fact. And we can't talk about this nigga. We didn't talk about your daddy. <laughs> Y'all can kiss my ass. We uh, Okay, so who's your first friend? Um, my first friend, honestly, I actually met you before I met Cameron. Yeah. So I had a first friend but and a first connected. mentor yeah. and then a first person I started hanging out with. So my first friend, like the first person that started being nice to me, because people treated me like mean shit. when I first got in comedy. Niggas n- didn't necessarily treat me mean, but a lot of them were trying to fuck me. And then the I mean, women, can... women were mean. Oh, we can get on that. Catherine Blanford was so she's awesome. nice to me every time she, she saw cool. me. She's a very accommodating person, and she always she would notice that no one was speaking to me and make sure she came over to talk to me. If somebody was like, if I was talking to her, people would walk up to her and just speak to her and not speak to me, and she'd be like, this is Tally. Mm-hmm. Like, and she would be sure to introduce me. So That's that nice. was really nice. Like, she's a really sweet girl. Um, my first mentor, who shall remain nameless, was like a really big name in comedy. And then he had an emotional meltdown because he said I fangirled over another famous comedian and that he thought that I was trying to fuck the other famous comedian because I got excited to meet the other famous comedian. So it turns out he liked me and then we stopped being friends because he thought he was going to fuck me and I was just looking to be mentored, not mentored um, on that dick on that dick um, and then the first person that I started really like hanging out with and like seeing them be like oh it's Crystal oh I love Crystal yeah, love Crystal, oh, love Crystal. yeah I would see Crystal. her yeah she would just be hitting me up like oh do you want to come out and I'm like yeah girl let's do it Crystal is one like when I started like mingling with uh, other comedians and like I will say the ones that I've kept up with the most are women with few exceptions like we said like Cameron and like Marlon um, it was like Crystal, y'all, Randy, the Ray Dutch. Like it's just been so shout many cool. Shout out to Lorraine and Randy. So many cool bitches that do comedy. And it's a I don't lot. Know Duchess, but shout Wait till you meet her. You are gonna love yeah. Duchess. Duchess is crazy as hell. But it's a lot of really cool women that do stand up. Like we don't get the respect. Shout out to deserve. Erica Duchess too. Yes, Erica Duchess is Duchess so she be working. Nice. Yeah. She's so sweet. She's so sweet. Kelly too. Like most of the oh, women Kelly are Kelly Kelly. I love yes. her. Yeah, shout out to all. Vanessa Fraction. I've been Vanessa watching her since awesome. I was like growing up, and I yes, realized I'm like hilarious. when I was studying, like when I first started, I was like I gotta watch all the comedy on YouTube to be yeah. good. So when I was watching shit, I was watching this um, Vanessa Fraction. I was like, oh, I know she's here, blah blah blah. And I watched. I'm like, I watched this as a little girl, and I was like, this bitch is funny as a kid. And we are in the same circle. That is such an honor. That's crazy. Yeah. So that's really cool to me to, to watch people on TV growing up, and then like. Be with them. Mm-hmm. That shit's cool to me. I don't have the outline anymore. I had to put my phone and in charge. And I had to put my phone in charge because I realized yeah, so that. Then who is your first friend yeah. in comedy? It's actually... Okay. This is... Ugh, now we're getting spicy. Have you ever encountered anybody that was intentionally negative or trying to stop your bag? I've never seen anybody try to stop my bag in my face. Um, people have not tried... That is a, that's, that's a word a, yeah, right there. In my, in my face. In my face. Yeah. I'm sure as hell don't don't hide that young bitch. Yeah, talk about it. That bitch ain't funny. That bitch, I'm, I'm, like, I'm positive because people are going to hate. And yeah. 
And let's talk about, you know, okay, we're gonna you know, we're gonna say some real shit, but we also have to work with these niggas, so yes, we ain't gonna get so too too, too deep in the yeah. you know in the sauce and nothing, sauce. you know, very surface level because you know we still this our fucking job, but we gonna give y'all you know because people are mean like you know especially woman comedians like I just need some help, just help because I really don't think I have a mentor like I guess camera would count like he would help and he pays me up and that works yeah. for me like. Bitch, not even say bitch. That's why we fell out because he called me a hoe. And I was like, nigga, I'm not one of your little friends. Like, we can play all day, but you're yeah, not going to call not, me no yeah. fucking hoe. But, Ooh, and then like, spicy. It, got, it got spicy. It did. And he was That's like, whoa, you're And I hate when people act like because you're a comedian, whoa, you can't whoa, be offended by serious? nothing. Man, I'm not even going to, let me shut my mouth because... You remember, yes. you were there. Not, so that's another not. thing that we, you know, let's fuck all the other shit. You know, it'd be me and girls in comedy because they act like this is high school and nobody wants shit in high school. Boom, mm-hmm. next. So as women in comedy, we have to deal with a lot of bullshit and people, when we say something, we're the problem. Yes. And we have to be in, in environments around men. And I feel like comedians are like the worst niggas because yes. they have to, they take everything. Ooh, okay, I'm gonna make a joke about it. Ooh, and it don't ha, be, ha, just ha. a PSA, it don't be fucking funny. Like if you just, if you just saying shit to be incendiary, like that shit's not cool. Yeah. Like, if you're not going to make an actual attempt at the craft and, like, do something artistic with it, then it's just not fucking If funny. you're just saying some shit, like, I mean, we already talked last week about Zaya and stuff, but, like, yeah. even just... Rape jokes. I had a man... Rape jokes. I went, I went and Ugh. did a show. I went and did a show out in Kennesaw, and uh, it was one of... That night, all the men bombed, and all the ladies on the show did exceptionally well. I, I, so I, much I, so that there was a white woman in the back that was like... Boo! Put the ladies back up. Like, <laughs> I like, I like her name was like Rachel. Them. She was so awesome. But like this nigga got up there and did a joke. Um, and if he listened, he could suck my dick. Um, he did a joke about how like his girl be coming home tired, saying she don't want to have sex, and he was just like, "It's okay. I'm gonna wait till you fall asleep. Either we fuck it or I'm fucking." Yikes! That is great. And so I said, like- and this was after the show. I had several Hennessy's. Um, I decided to stick around because the crowd was cool buying drinks and shit and I, I called I was quiet I didn't call him out in front of the other comedians mm-hmm. I said hey I know we've never met don't tell that rape joke no more <laughs> he was like I'm gonna tell it I said so you yeah, right right uh-uh, put that down so he said I'm gonna tell it I said so you recognizing it as a rape joke and he said call it what you want I'm gonna tell it Cause it's then not he funny. goes outside after our private conversation to cuss about me to the other comedians Mm-hmm. About how I don't fucking know him, and that bitch need to mind her fucking business. I it's like some of these niggas don't. I get okay, we're comedians. We should not be like censored. Okay, cool. Fire. That part I can get behind. I can wrap my mind around it. Sometimes these niggas just like are so dedicated to pushing the envelope mm-hmm. with it being just an inflammatory topic, mm-hmm. and they say fuck being funny. I'm just gonna be frightened. Offensive. Right. Yeah. I'm just gonna like, scare bitches. When you react to it negatively, they're like, "Oh, you're just not letting me." You be can't take a joke. Yeah, but it's like you forgot to joke. Right. It wasn't funny. You just raped me. You know what I'm really tired of hearing um, on that this track of like disgusting shit. These, some of these R. Kelly jokes. You know what? You ooh. girl. Some of them are. I have so had to leave. That I had. I was at a show. It was a woman, and she was like, uh, "Well, you, those girls went through puberty, so R. Kelly couldn't rape them." And I'm like, that's, that's not, not even, even a joke. That's not even science or funny. Like, it's not true. Yeah. You don't have a follow up joke because I have been working on a suicide joke. I've been. I've got so many suicide jokes. Listen, Can we talk about that later? But it's <laughs> yes. But it's not actually about like it's not me glorifying being suicidal or anything like that. And I think there's a way to take some of these like oh shit topics. I'm pretty crass, and so if you say something right. where I'm like oh shit. And see, because I'm a very easily offended person, so sometimes when stuff happens, I have to check myself and be mm-hmm. like, you might be overreacting to this. Mm-hmm. But these R. Kelly jokes, 
and you have to understand, read the fucking room. If you're in a room full of young black, black women, women, we don't want to hear that you shit. You don't want to hear that, and you don't know what the fuck we've been through, so you could be but saying But see, that's to, the thing. A lot of these male comedians lack empathy. A lot of comedians, period, lack empathy. They do. Where they feel like, because I'm, my job is to be funny, my job is to tell the joke, then I don't have to care what... I don't have to think about what some, how this could affect yeah, somebody. Take, yeah, and that's not it. That's and there, not. there are jokes and everything. Again, I make LOLs with my dad no longer being on Earth every day of the week, every day. But you it's like you can find summer. the funny. I did, but it's like you have to find the funny and make sure it's not harmful. Like, yep. oh, you know, like even with the old Kevin Hart jokes, you have to read like, okay, that was 2010. Mm-hmm. He could have got away with saying he gonna break a dollhouse over, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Today, that shit not gonna work because we realize right. the the consequence of the shit that we say and the shit that we perpetuate. Like, even the Dave Chappelle shit, there are funny trans jokes to be made. I've heard funny trans, like, um, D. Ferg has a funny trans joke. I would like to hear it. There, there is a, poss- a possible way to be funny about shit mm-hmm. yeah. instead of being just inflammatory yeah, and just... Yeah, and, and being hurtful because, like, you also have to, like, check your privilege. Mm-hmm. when you, And about anything, it doesn't even have to be any about, like, the big ones. Like, when I first started doing comedy... I wrote a bunch of jokes about, like, taking people's niggas, right? Mm-hmm. And that was just what I thought the joke was. And Rodney said to me, he said, you cannot get your fine ass on stage and talk about taking people's niggas and not be funny. So either you're not going to touch the topic or bitches is not going to fuck with you. You know If what? you get up here and tell these jokes and there's no punchline or it's not funny. He was like, you, look at how you look, you can't do that. He's like, if you was ugly and you went up there and told jokes about taking people's niggas, then it would be different. And it, listen, it is a different ball game for us as attractive young women Girl. in this fucking game. And that's a good point that you made because, hell yeah, I ain't bomb bomb, but I ain't do my best, god damn it, in January. And I can finally say that because I'm... You've redeemed. I've, you know, I've, I've done well after that. And it was some niggas who was there. And hell yeah, who saw me again, and I was funny as fuck, and I was like, the same fucking jokes. Like, I was funny, nigga, it was just, something happened. But, she would put me to the side, she said, you funny, but you pretty as hell. She was frankly, I fuck with her heavy. Mm-hmm. Like, Shout just out. look up shit. She don't know me for real, but she saw me like, oh, that's the young bitch, and that's, I'll take that. Mm-hmm. Whatever, but she was like, you funny as hell, but you gotta get them bitches on your side, because you up there, you fine, and they out there, they fucking man, and they don't like you, mm-hmm. so you get them bitches to fucking like you. And I was like, you and right. That's, that's the part, like, like getting the women that be out with these niggas to laugh be the mm-hmm. hard part because you got to come to them first because how dare you make my nigga laugh because I don't make him laugh because I'm not funny right and then you up here with these fucking titties titties and you make things banging but right. that's why a lot of comedians like even uh, men I think everybody should like most people when they come out and they start their set like I'll do some shit about like the thing that makes me like normal you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. take it from like y'all watching me and there's this girl that's like attractive I wanna fuck her to like oh damn she got hella stretch marks and long titties or like, she wanna die too you know what I'm saying like something <laughs> yeah, where you it's gotta... like okay now and then as soon as you do that then it's like now we're all oh okay cool she's cool. normal right. see I usually try to break the ice with my period joke and I'm trying to find a new opener you know, I'm like, oh, ladies, y'all period ever been late? I'm like, oh, my period's late sometimes, too. But it's like, oh, your period, like, because you fucking other people, you know. Yeah, <laughs> And yeah. then my take your man joke is funny, too, because of, like, how I deliver That it. shit is funny. That That's the one taking you to the top. That put the Thank nigga you. in the back joke is my shit. Turn Thank that you. up. Thank that you. shit is hilarious. And that started with me, um, <clears throat> shit. I was out on um edge with my homegirl, and I was just like, <clears throat> Yikes. I was on edge with my homie. I was like, damn, I'm tired of this. You know, I'm about to start stealing people's men. And it just naturally, and then the jokes come from real life. Mm-hmm. And you just got to find something that people going to fucking like. Um, what's, okay. Man, you, watching Kevin Hart work out at Laughing School was some of the most eye-opening shit that I've seen. Watching him get on that stage. And that like, nigga's really, a beast. Yes, I got to go see him. I didn't know he's going to still be You here. know, the tickets sell out in like four seconds. So you yeah, Laughing School. And then they, they want actual human money for that. And I'm like, oh, never mind. 
Okay, so since we already talked about, like, the friends we made, mm-hmm. do y'all feel like, and it is different, like, obviously it's going to be different because different sexes, but, like, the differences between networking when you do it with the men in comedy versus the women. I, one of y'all can go. I'll go next. I, I think it's, the, mm-hmm. honestly, I think at first, when you don't know anybody, it can be easier to get along with niggas just because they're going to be more welcoming at the start. Mm-hmm. Because they want to fuck they want to fuck, or mm-hmm. because they're, like, Oh, she well, I'm, I'm, there's no way I'm going to be intended by this woman because they pick niggas for shows. It's eight niggas and two girls, so you're not a problem for me. Like, you know, right. so they may be more friendly, like, from the jump, whereas with women, it can be a little like, who's this bitch trying to come in here and, like, you know what and I'm saying? Or, like, bad. who's this bitch these niggas are flirting with now and not me? Like, it can, whatever it is. So, um, on the jump, I could say I think it's easier to network with men because there is that layer it of is. them trying to, like, mm-hmm. flirt with you. But once you actually get to know people, I'll say networking with the women in comedy has been more, like, um, fulfilling on, like, a day-to-day basis. Like, I've met some bitches in comedy that I, like, talk to. Like, yeah. I actually get along like with them while we are. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I feel like with networking with women, it's more horizontal yes yeah. i met like so i met i met lauren at the first first hell yeah like two years ago baby hell and yeah. i was like yeah like it was a mess like it was just like we we didn't know the fuck we was doing on stage audience didn't know the fuck we was doing listening it was just like we here so that was cool i met lauren then we started doing them fucking crazy atlanta mm-hmm. shows and that's how we got cool mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then i moved you moved. And then I met Tally. I met you at Hole in the Wall, but yeah. I didn't really meet you. Yeah. Meet you. I'm, I more so met Rodney, and then I got cool with Rodney, and then I met you at Comedy Hut. At Comedy Hut, yep. Doing thing, and then we just started being a thing. And then that's when we really just started fucking with each other, and like, y'all are like my, my comedy friends' friends, other mm-hmm. than like Rodney and Cameron, um, that I would talk to like regularly. And then mm-hmm. people, it's people I met like, like Mario, who gave me like my first like time, mm-hmm. and now I, I really respect him forever for that shit. And, like, you know, it's been some treasure. Like, tonight, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I'm, I'm thinking about going. I don't know. Um, so you said you want to get on stage. No, I, no, I, I thought about it, but I was like, yeah, I don't know. But it's like that's not really where I want to work out. Work out. Yeah, like doghouse is a hard place to work out at. So I'll go because it's yeah. with the whites, right? Yes, it's the whites. It oh, should I, be the whites. Oh, I love the whites. So and that's another thing. White people. Like I used to think that I was not funny to white people. I used to think like, oh, they, I'm not funny to them. Like I'm not for them. White people will laugh at anything. If I, if I see white people, I'm like, oh, it's lit. White yeah, people great time find me way funnier than the Negroes. Do. Yeah. Um. I, I will say that there's a very particular, like, brand of black person that will find me immediately funny. Mm-hmm. But, like, these black, black, black ass, black ass rooms, I had the hardest time. They were doing uh, Comicville shows at um at uh, Harold's it, out that way. And, man, them motherfuckers did not laugh until my last joke. Mm. Like, I was up there for six and a half minutes, and they ain't, and, oh, my God, Erica Dutch is so sweet. She was trying to laugh and get other people to laugh, <laughs> and I just knew what she was doing. I'm like, I'm trying so hard. She was like, Keep going, keep going. And that, bruh, like, and that's, I really respect the older female comedians in the city. And that was the first time I bombed. First and last time, because I never went back there. That's my damn problem. I'm never coming back but to this But I like those fuck, like, I will say, in, like, the past, like, eight months, I've gotten progressively better in doing stand-up, and the biggest, mm-hmm. like, thing about it is going to those shitty, like, hold on rooms. Like, I'm talking about me, Frito, uh, Ferg was up there. It was some show we got built for in the middle of fucking nowhere. It is a bar. Niggas did not. It was during the finals. So the fact that we are talking in front of the TVs that no longer have sound, these people are not happy. Yeah. They're drunk as shit. And like, um, the like everybody's going up just bombing, bombing, bombing. So I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to like have fun. I guess you get better on your presence and just crowd work in those mm-hmm. rooms like that. So I was in there and I ended up going from like where I was supposed to just do like five minutes that I got paid for doing like 20 fucking minutes by the time I was leaving the members like, yo, we want you to come back, funny as shit, da da da. So it's like, while it's easier to shy away from those rooms because they fucking suck, um, 
that's where you get like the fucking, yeah that's the, that's, the, that's, the, that's where you that's, that's where you, that's you, where you cut your teeth yeah because yeah. like even now like i'll be watching videos i submitted for the latin school festival which i did not get by the way and I, that's um, crazy. Looking Do you remember the, when they got uh, fussed out because they last, no, last, girl, year. last time? No yes. black girl? So yeah. they been long. Who the fuck did they pick? I don't. Well, we'll know I, in I like, like to thirty minutes. It. But I like. I didn't make. And you know what? Watching the video, I sent them and watching right, like videos from like to, recent. I think it's like eight. Yeah, we need the slides shortly. Okay. Oh no, leave it. Leave it on there. God damn it! Because I need all. I'm gonna be out here dead. <laughs> but watching um the video I sent Lapin Skull versus watching me in the past like few times that I've been up like completely fucking different. No, I will say. I'm gonna answer the question that we were talking about, and then mm. I'll get back into that. Um, I will say that my, I my experiences with men like they will be nice to you because they're trying to fuck you. The where the difference is what separates the boys from the men is that like you have guys that will still be nice to you even after they realize that they can't fuck you. Yes, and that's it. Like those are the guys that like I really like to be around. Shout out to y'all. Yeah, shout out to them, and I'm not gonna name names. Um, but there are some guys who will like completely stop. Telling you about shows, asking speaking. you where you at, speaking, if you want fuck them. And there are some guys that are like, this is a cool person, like I want to be around her. In terms of women, I've gotten like an overwhelmingly positive response from most women um, in comedy after I started being out and like yeah, coming you, around coming more. Yeah, you coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just, sometimes it frustrates me. Like you see those girls who are willing to like trash talk other women or willing to like not fuck with other female comedians to get like male comedian approval and that shit is ugly yeah that's I don't like crazy that at all. i hate that like high school shit like y'all and it's like comedians are, are traditionally older than everyone else. like mm. this is an old yeah. profession it's an old so it's like bro really like i feel like i'm one of the youngest female comedians that i know of right now out mm-hmm. here uh, how old is how old is deborah i don't know how old deborah is but she might be younger she, than she got an old ass name who is deborah the one that be talking about killing niggas you think that's a young you're talking about the one we be seeing at blue though yeah, she is, she, uh, is she younger than me? I don't, I'm is just saying. Is her name Deborah? You talk, Mel, what about her murderous comedy makes you think that she is young? What, what about she's her our age? She's, she's like 30, is she? Okay, well, now she beat y'all ass. No, I'm playing. Well, she pulled she gas, I'm like, but I knew your joke. <laughs> <laughs> she, no, but I'm Deborah's an old name. Can we, that's fine, right? Yeah, I mean, people, people have older name. names, but okay. I'm just saying, I feel like she's probably like around 25-ish too. <laughs> I know what y'all want to say, and y'all better not say it. I didn't. I, I wasn't. Was, I, was I literally. <laughs> I, I was about to say it. I was like, mm. no, but it's. it's, it's I feel I like. I noise. Mm. <laughs> but people get like, you know, I don't know. It's, it's just. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that bitch got an old ass thing. <laughs> <laughs> not Deborah. We not, I'm sorry, Deborah, but it's not you. <laughs> Jasmine and Lauren are going to hell, and I will be still here. No, you're coming to hell you're with us. No, I'm not. I'm going to be holding your hand like, come on, Mel, stop. <laughs> Me and my puff go to church. We are not going to hell. Get out that line. They said you're not on the list. God, I don't know who this young woman is. I'm sorry. I don't know what's going on with them. I have been in Dream Center every Sunday at 12. (laughs) At 12. Ma'am, you only go to heaven if you go to the 10 o'clock service. What? No one told me. I would have got up. Listen, yeah, this episode has been funny. We haven't like really touched on shit for real, shit. but we just Let's been chill. going, guys. I'm gonna yeah. fucking wear my um vest from Moana's with okay. all my patches. I'm gonna wear that at the gates of heaven because I'm, I'm going to the pearly gates. I need to see my dad, I'm bro. I have missed him, so y'all not gonna take this opportunity because <laughs> I know he there. Yeah, it'd be you know it'd be crazy if your daddy was like, damn, it sucks that you can't stay. What? <laughs> Let me stop playing. God, I'm so sorry. I was no, just, I'm joking. just joking. I didn't. Um, okay, favorite special, real quick. Okay, so um, my favorite special is going to be Pimp Chronicles by uh, Cat Williams. Absolutely. That's the first uh, special that I watched over and over again and also knew all the words to. Um, I just think he's a really transcendent comedian and how like anything that he talks about, 
like be can real. still be talked about today. Mm-hmm. Like even if you apply the stuff that he was saying about like the uh, like when Obama became president and like Bush was not gonna be president anymore, mm-hmm. and just all of those jokes like still kind of hit with how ridiculous Trump is. And then you watch his special now where he's talking about Trump, and it's just like damn, like you really be knowing what the fuck you talking about. Um, my favorite joke from that special, uh, I don't know, was that poor little Ting Ting? Was that that special? That was no. from that was no, from the one from two thousand eight. So my favorite, my favorite joke that's from, from Pimpin, that Pimpin. special is when. Uh, the tie, baby, the baby got in a tiger cage. Person got in a tiger. That's uh, also enclosure. from. That's uh-uh. also from Pimpin' Pimpin'. No, the green jacket is one where he was talking about the tiger because he no, used no, the stool as the wildebeest. He always had a stool because that's when like know, when niggas always, talking shit about the tiger, like the tiger wasn't the realest nigga in the fucking. No, that's, that's from Pimpin' Pimpin'. I'm telling you, I know my cat, bitch. Okay, I know my cat. Hey. No, but uh, no, Tink Tink, the the tiger, all of that shit is from the same special. You know how I know so because the, so it's one Pimpin channel. So Pimpin is not so. That's two thousand eight. Yeah, but I'm about to look this. The up, tiger was only Pimpin Pimpin. Pimp Chronicles when you talk about the Mexicans, we talk about Michael Jackson. Oh yeah, that's Let Lil S A Walk and uh, that's when he's yeah, like, this shit like right here, nigga, and yeah. I'm a boy damn. That's all yeah, that. So my so I will say that the the jokes that I just mentioned are some of my favorite jokes of his, but from. Pimp Chronicles, I will say that uh, Let Lil S.A. Walk is hilarious. And then also drinking with uh, white people and drinking with Mexicans. Yes. We say, you know, <laughs> they all they need is some Coronas. You be up till 4 o'clock yeah. in the morning. I want to go home! <laughs> so those are my favorite. But that's my favorite comedy special. I'm also a, a Queens of Comedy fan. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, so Lord took her yeah. wig off. Mm-hmm. And you know what I love? Jokes that hit and they stick like grits. That Miss Laura wig joke, she's been telling that shit since Def Jam. That's fucking funny. Melanie Camacho. Love. That's my auntie in comedy. Love. She was like so that. Nice. Her condom joke when that's supposed to be dick. That shit been hitting since '99, and that shit. I went and saw her in 2018. That shit was still, still fucking hitting. funny. So when it's funny, it's funny. Also, I just want to let people know comedians write their jokes. You guys, I th- I get Ooh. I get people. No, 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 not no, like not in a all shady of them. way. No, what do you mean? Oh, not even that. I'm not saying it that way. I'm saying like people are like. So when you go up there, do you like pre-write them or do you just go? Oh, yeah. We don't go up there and talk off the top. No, no, but the best people, people the best. Go. Go. Some do yeah. like Dave and the Daves and stuff, but not the people who want to get you? on stage and be decent young fly because that shit bothers me too. Like people just want to get on stage. I'ma roast everybody in the crowd, nigga. That's write something up. down. Yeah. But no, like we take time to write and make sure that these like flesh our jokes out and everything. Like talk to people, work yeah. out the jokes. Right, right. right. Yeah. So like yes, we we write that shit most like you know, Dave can go out there and do an hour and a half off the top of his fucking head. Or like, you know, some people can Lil yeah. Wayne that shit and not write shit down, but traditionally. I would say some shit. of the hardest laughs I've got is from shit that I've imp- improvised though, and that makes you believe in yourself. Like, and that shit was like, damn, I came with that off yeah, the dome. Like, that shit yeah. kill. And then yeah. you write it down. Yeah. And then you put it into the next one. Favorite special Lauren. Favorite special is easy. It's from my uh, father in comedy. My goat is Dave Chappelle. It's killing them softly. Mm-hmm. Um, that is, I used to listen to that special on my fucking iPod. Like Ooh, no audio, like just straight audio, like a podcast. Like, I, I used to listen to that shit on the bus. Favorite jokes from that is obviously the Sesame Street, like just whole bit. Mm-hmm. Fucking hilarious. And um, the, um, but my favorite is the baby in the hood where he talks about like, you're not supposed to be out here and he's going to buy the yeah. meat from the baby. And yeah. like, I got a family to feed. Yeah. That is my shit. That's my favorite. All of special, my favorites favorite are comedian. on brand for who we are. Yeah. I was just thinking that. Yeah. I was like, we are so us. Yeah. Like um, yeah. Yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very much yeah. so. Wow. My comedy is very observational, like Paul Mooney's and just talking shit about what we already see every mm-hmm. day. And my favorite jokes, I already talked about it. You have a nigga Bones. Um, when he was like, Whitney Houston, Diva! Mm-hmm. And then he went down the list. That shit was funny. But my second favorite special is um, Delirious. 
Yes. Hands down. Yes. I can. I can. Eddie do, Murphy was a superstar like we had. I can, seen. and he was fucking twenty three. Yes. And would y'all so, have fucked the young Eddie absolutely. Murphy? I would have fucked Boomerang Eddie Murphy. I, I would sure y'all would have, have fucked the young Jamie Foxx? Because that's a yes. personal. I would have given. Yes. Him, when I say I fucked medium Jamie Foxx. If Jamie Foxx wasn't weird and attracted to white women right now, I'd probably fuck him still. And Katie Holmes is getting the BBC that I deserve. I thought they broke up. Oh well, then yeah, no, they're not. not together anymore. So but young Jamie Foxx, I watched him do that. Uh, oh fuck you, fuck you. Uh, and these, uh, you, uh, you. I was like, mm-hmm, sure will. You sure, yes, you will. Yeah, he and, ha- and, he, and I want you guys to go back and listen to his 1994 album because I went down a rabbit hole because he has a song. His music album or comedy? His, his music album. So he has a song with Wale called Beat It Like a Drummer, his 2015 album, which fucking knocks. I was like, let me get into some Jamie. He mm-hmm. has an album from the year I was fucking born. And he has a song called Experiment. That shit is so... It's like Jamie that Fox 90s... Is, is such a miraculous talent. Like, it's just, he really is. It's just out of this world. His music is so fucking... I'm, I'm listening to that shit in the he's car. Just, he's really one of those people that's like a triple threat. Mm-hmm. Like, and you're... Because, like, when you watch Jamie act, it's like... I don't... It's, Jamie's talent is the, like, talent equivalent of You Brought Dick, too? Yeah. Like, that, yes. that's him as a, yes. a person. Just that's like, boom, you got comedy. Boom, you got vocals. You can act, too? Yes. Like, that's Jamie. Like, yes. you watch a Ray, like, Wanda? Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, dead ass. Nigga. Right. Then you listen Buns, to Buns, nigga? Yes. And you, like, it's this, actually, and it's yeah. not, it's not good. Unpredictable, my nigga? It's, it's not good for somebody that does all these things. All these things individually are fucking good. Yeah. And like, you do he's all that shit. All and he probably does give great head as well. And his Africa, his Africa um, skit from that, was it, I might need security one, one after that. But that was Africa. I feel that way about fucking Tyler the Creator too, though, because Loiter Squad was one of my favorite shows. Now that Fuck you gonna bring me a birthday cake on my birthday? Is it my birthday party on my birthday? Dude, like that shit was even the episode, or like when they would do the fucking uh, FBI shit, they would dress up in suits and follow people around. Like we got the Target. Like that shit is funny, and then it's music. And that's is also good. like high nigga comedy too. Yeah, like, exactly. bro, you know what we should do? And like that's really what. But that it was show done was. well, like because that fucking Real Housewives shit. That shit was. It could have so been funny. really unfunny. Happy but birthday, B. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the white candy. <laughs> this girl, I'm not friends with anymore, but whatever. On her birthday cake, that's what we was on there. We got our cake. So I know the bitch in public was like, I'm so fucking sick of people. I'm making this sick damn cake. People. It's either this or the bitch cake. If y'all were to ever throw me a birthday party, because I don't get birthday parties thrown for myself, because I'm oh my always God. throwing birthday parties for other people, wait, wait. I would like an office-themed birthday party. Yes. It is your birthday. I want the banner and the cake that says you've aged. Or the blank cake that they gave Kelly. That's, That's hilarious. Yeah. Who's your favorite office character? My so favorite off. office character um, is going to have to be Dwight. Like, Hilarious. he was the only character that was, like, unapologetically himself, and he was fucking weird. I believe, he reminds me a lot of my brother. Um, so that's another reason we're watching, because I, I think Dwight was a little bit on the spectrum. Okay. Yeah. I think, yeah. 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 And so just, like, watching him just be, like, unabashedly himself in such a weird way, and then, like, even the way that he cares about people, because in the beginning, they try to paint him like he doesn't have anything. And that's the, the running joke. He's always like, I'm not motivated by compassion. Like, I don't care about my coworkers. They're my subordinates. But, blah, blah, blah. He, but he loves them. them. When he came up to Pam and was like, who did this who to did you? Who did this to you? I was like, <laughs> That's a friend right there. Oh man, I love my favorite character is Meredith. Meredith is fire. And Meredith Meredith is a fucking sweetheart too. No, she's fucking funny. If you notice about Meredith, and I'm gonna keep this short because we have to, we have to continue. But when they, when D'Angelo and fucking Michael went around handing out Dundies to people's houses, everybody treated D'Angelo and Michael bad except Meredith. When they came to her house, she was like. I'm gonna make breakfast. Yep. Y'all sit down. Yep. I got Vienna sausages. Yep. Come on in. Like she's yep. a fucking sweetheart. She's excited. Mine yes. is Stanley. Stanley's my favorite because we have the most uh, 
Stanley just doesn't like anybody, but he loves all them people. And well, he like, cussed fucking, um, who he cussed out by talking to his daughter? You, um, fucking, uh, Mike, uh, 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 Ryan. Ben, Ryan, Ryan. talking to his daughter, but when he was cussing at fucking Michael, and he asked that man, you lost your mind? I'll help you, you find it. That's right. I said it to yes. my kids all the fucking time now. I'm like, oh. He said, what you looking out there for? <laughs> Anybody out there gonna help you? Jesus could come through that door. He can't help you. <laughs> you sniffing after my child. <laughs> okay. So this has been great. I'm, you know, it was kind of informative. You know, we have some gems. I can't wait for the clip. That's the clip. The coochie lick. That's my. Yeah, that's the clip that I is, want. That is, we that putting is, that yeah. on t-shirt. And put the, the stuff about Jamie Foxx too, because that's funny. <laughs> and you brought dick, dude. You brought dick. Jamie Foxx so dick. inappropriate. Um, I, I do enjoy doing comedy. It's like again, it's much cheaper than therapy. Um, it's fun. The shit is fun, and it's like you never know what the fuck you're gonna get. That's what gives me anxiety so much, cause like them same fucking jokes you know hit from last Thursday. Mm-hmm. You get up there on Tuesday and they be like, bitch, why are you looking at and me? And then you'll have a joke that you've been telling that is continually hitting and then it will never hit again. My <laughs> marriage and pizza joke was hit, hit, hitting. I told it five times in a row and it didn't hit ever again. I think I've realized it's a burnout of the person telling the joke. When you have so, the same wow. joke over and over and over again, I think the way that you tell it over time starts to diminish. It's like, fuck it. And, and like, they don't see the fire in your eyes Yeah, because no you, you got to listen. Like, you got to like... Fucking leave some shit alone. The next time I tell the amateur joke, which won't be anytime soon. That, that when that shit, shit didn't hit at the motherfucking uh, make me laugh. Uh, you know, I was like, like, like what the fuck? Yeah, I, I was, was like, so what happened? Okay, we'll have a okay. Let's have an activity. What is your favorite joke of us? Like, what's your favorite joke? Oh, of from me? y'all. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's easy. Who's gonna go first? I can go. Okay, so um, I'll start. What did y'all say? Um, the period, my, um, I don't want to give away too much. The period joke is funny. And when you were doing the bit about walking around, uh, the deeper aisles, uh, why did they bring that back? Yes. Yeah. Why you stop saying that? That shit is yeah. funny. Um, and also the shit about the white boy in fucking New York. It's funny as hell. Bitch, you shit. just said everything I fucking said at the fucking comedy hype shit. Not, not the comedy hype shit. I said all that shit at the comedy hype. The white boy you did at uh, Hank's room. That's okay, where I, I saw the white boy joke. And, okay, the fucking, that. and that was a Hank's room too where you really got into the actual like the the aisle yes. no cause I was working out for comedy yes. height alright you, you yes. passed bitch and I was there um Tally obviously the pizza joke I really really like but that's not even my favorite one my favorite is um the Taco Bell when it does knock because <laughs> as an adult <laughs> it just kicked like as a grown up I was like oh yeah cause but uh, you know I get the same thing from Taco Bell I never get the shits like, I'm going to get the shits anyway because it's cheese and that's how my stomach works. Well, but I don't be the best. Yeah. Yeah. You are. Oh, I got to wait a little while. I shit, but I don't I don't regret nothing. I'm going to get some Taco Bell fries. If I go to get some Taco Bell, my whole day was already bad. So <laughs> I, didn't, I already knew how this was going to end. If I'm into my night with Taco Bell, like, I'm about to go home and smoke and have the worst shit of my life. I already know what's about to happen. That one, and when you were first doing the breakup joke and you're like, he broke on me, but he's a coward. He's like, a coward. Just, yeah. That yeah. shit is funny. Really? That's yeah. just my true that feelings. Shit. I was just talking. Yeah, it's funny. I like that one too. He's a coward. And I was like, oh, Christ. <laughs> um, my favorite joke, Mel, as you know, is the uh, put the nigga in the bag joke. I do um, love that. That favorite. absolutely hilarious. I, my favorite part of the joke, and the reason why I like the joke, is the Tim's, all that shit. That's my favorite part. Because it's like the nigga, the shoes. All of them. I want, he needs something to wear. Yeah, no, At absolutely. the house when so he comes that, with That's funny to me. Um, and then my favorite joke of yours I don't even know if you tell this part of the joke anymore because I think, I don't know if it's like a freestyle part of the joke that you did, but when you're talking about the air mattress and I think that you say he was using a t-shirt as a pillowcase. Yes. Oh my God, that shit was so funny to me. And I remember like listening to that with my stepmom because she, my stepmom doesn't think anybody's funny. She barely thinks I'm funny. Like, and so 
She's like, I'm going to stay and see the other little black girl. She was like, that other one ain't funny. She's like, I'm going to stay and see this one, Solidarity. And I said, okay, you know, cool. And she got to laughing from her little soul. Aww. And I said, I know that that shit was funny. Because she was already mad because my daddy had brought his hoe to the show. I remember that. And I was like, so she ain't going to laugh for nobody. <laughs> she got to chuckling for you. I said, this bitch is hilarious. We're going places together. That you said funny. that t-shirt okay. on that fucking pillow? I said, visuals. Niggas. Love that is funny Niggas. as fuck. Um, my turn. So, Lauren, I... The reason I really identify and laugh... Actually, so the, the joke that made you stand out, I'm like, okay, it's a dark-skinned bitch with the braids. Cool, we met at Hell Yeah. And you did the encyclopedia joke, and that shit was funny Jeez. as fuck. Because, like, ENC, bitch! And that shit was so fucking funny, because I was like, fuck them kids, that is so hilarious. <laughs> fuck them kids! <laughs> and then, my, like, and it's so funny, because that's a joke that got you so dragged so dragged. terribly. You bad bitches dragged. of America, what you doing? I had never seen a person niggas. get called a bad witch That shit was so crazy. Much. Oh, it's like, and it, oh, it fuels me. A Negro bad witch, yeah. excuse me. Yeah, NBW, I got NBW. called an NBW on Twitter this summer, so I understand. And the other joke that just really... It be our men talking to us like this. Yeah, it do, every time. Yeah. And what was funny to me is the air mattress joke, because I remember watching, like, this bitch fucking nigga on air matches. Ah, never be me. And then it was me. It almost immediately was you, wasn't it? I mean, <laughs> it was right up. She, she and chuckled and God said, hold the on. The Lord was like, in a month's time, humble <laughs> my ass. And as I'm Pause. sitting here in this air matches, I'm like, I she talked about Lauren. She <laughs> I was like, you know what, Lauren? She's like, you won't believe. <laughs> I had to take those like, bitch, Lauren was talking about <laughs> being down here. <laughs> and it be it. Some dick in be down there on the floor. <laughs> I think they pump up the dick too. They do. They something. They gotta prove something when they don't have no bed. Like, uh, you get a nigga money. with no money. This is what I've learned uh, because when I was younger, I used to fuck niggas who didn't have no money. And what? She said, "Fuck shots fired." We still. Well, no, I'm a lesbian. So. Okay, thank you. Great. Um, <laughs> I used to fuck niggas with no money, and what I realized is them niggas is hungry. Not only are they hungry for the pussy, they are hungry for food. They are trying to fuck a meal out of your ass. They are hoping that you go to Zaxby's. <laughs> no, dead ass. That are. is what that is. Or buying them some niggas, cigarettes. Them niggas be giving you them fucking uh, aerobic strokes yeah. are trying to eat some food. Yeah. They have not eaten in days. They are using their last little bit of stored energy to give you this pipe and feed them babies. If you fucking broke niggas, buy them some food. There was this nigga. I buy them shit. There was this broke nigga I was fucking. He was giving me like this crazy, like insane dick. And I uh, afterwards, he would always ask me for a little Coke money. And you know what? I was giving it to him because I oh, just like, felt like, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm like, this, ba- this baby off the powder or Percocet, whatever it is, that got him running from the back of the room to the front of the room with a dick like that. You'll continue to take it on my watch. Tally, my favorite joke of yours. <laughs> 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 it's not, I didn't addict him. He's a crackhead when I met him. I was his. Your push. You were in your push I was man. an enabler at best. You're ridiculous. <laughs> you purchased I, 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 it. I let Melo know that I was gonna be late, so we can kick it for a little. Oh, bet. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, Jay, like, where the fuck is the sun is down and it's daylight savings, hey, Mom, bitch? I'm gonna, I'm Let's gonna show myself soon. This is how people get trauma though, because some people do just leave their kids with somebody and be like, I'm out for the rest of your life. I'll see you when you grow. This is your new mom. I'm like, this bitch have my. Okay, the viewers don't know my my son is like outside with um. Her partner. My partner. Her life partner. <laughs> Her life partner. Um, so I'm just hoping, because this is like new. For, and this Mom, Hector Zeroni keeps on talking about some home. <laughs> she, she, she doesn't like date people with kids. So like this is just. No, calling this me. is jarring for all. It might be a job, girl. Hold on. Shit, hold on. <laughs> we don't miss no Google calls number. no more. Hello? Might be a bit. Look. That's 
You guys are hearing nails in it. This is, yeah, this nails up. Oh okay, you can see her. Oh, no, it was Was no. it your car warranty? Some people? bullshit. I would just hope it wasn't that nigga on the Google number. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, man, and these Google numbers, stop it. Can y'all stop? Please it's stop scaring it. me. I'm not one of them bitches on Twitter that, that like that. No, it pisses if me I off because I thought you, I got a job. Take right. Do not Don't play with me. Google. Hello? This is she. This is her. Hey, what's up? It's, it's me. That's what they say. It's, it's me. Yeah, it's always it's me. Excuse me. Only somebody who did something fucked up is gonna say it's, it's me. me. Say your name. You you don't want to because you ain't no highest damn to be you. Moving. Okay, Tally. I didn't tell you the yes, joke that I like. Me. Okay, so compliment. Okay, pizza. Of course, that's like huh. <laughs> white. That's a very white people joke. That's why I like it. And I like the fact when you talk about stupid ass young bitches who be grabbing shit off the bottom shelf and shit. <laughs> like fuck you. Well. Like now that I'm older, yeah. I be looking at these skinny bitches. Be like you gonna be looking at this size in three years. Like oh, I wish I had. I hate to break news, but this just an Alexis guy with sex traffic. Recently. Well, she's gonna Today? talk about on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Oh, I thought you were like in real I time. I'm like, 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 you gonna wake up? Let me. When you get traffic on the east you side over here, wake you're up going in Brookhaven to a motel. Oh, you're you're, you're not going on an international. Trip. You're not going on an international. Ain't no passport being stamped. Bitch, you're gonna be yeah, on Buford Highway. You're, you're gonna be in one of these extended stays. You're gonna be one That's in a fucking massage parlors next to a lounge. Mm-hmm. Man, I went to. Never mind. So okay. Okay. let's don't Moving say nothing forward, else on this fucking I know show. Your ass is about to get real dark. Okay, we can we can we can honestly. So real quick, benediction. Best up and coming little known comedian out right now. Us, like, hey, yeah. That went without saying. Like we, we can do some shout outs. People who we fuck with. Um, dang, we, we, we forget something. Damn, see, okay, let's put a number because I don't want anybody to feel like I left them out. I'm so just gonna say pick, one person. We're all picking one person. Yeah, one person. Pick one. Oh shit, I didn't know that. Well, shout out to Tyler, bro. He looked out. I, I fuck with Tyler. Tyler is on TV, and he be fucking oh, what is working. Up and, not up and coming. Oh, oh, I'm or just. You know, I forgot to do a video and I felt bad. Last week, so I was like, let me just get, do my part, goddamn it. I mean, shout out, but he's Don't think I'm fucking him, y'all. I'm not. Y'all think anytime I'm mean, a nice, not mean, nice to a nigga, y'all think I'm fucking, no, nah, I'm not. Like, Mel is actually kind. I don't know if you guys know Yeah, this. Mel is not as liberal with her pussy as the rest of us. Yeah, mostly me. Oh, no, I be hoeing. I just... But you be loving and, like, Let's not cooking. start this. Yeah, like, no, I be really hoeing, like, where's my socks? I'm about to go. Like, <laughs> getting the fuck off. You wear socks? I try that I like to hoe in the comfort of my own no. My mom would be in my house. I right. over there. True. I would. It's so hard to hold when you live with your mom because my mom got cameras and shit and she oh, see me leave. The ring doorbell. Right. Where you was at? Mm, you know where I was at. Mm. I left at 1130 with some uggles on mom. You know where I went. Worse, like, dude, I was because I'd fuck over there because my mom's not really going to slow me down. She's you know, older. She doesn't move as quick as she used to. My kids blow me. Like, they're, <laughs> they're there. So, like. Mommy. Mommy, who this? Can like, I have for roll-ups? No, no. Go away. And don't look at them, nigga. I don't want them to know you exist. Oh. So, who's a comedian? <laughs> oh my god! I'm trying Are to we doing up and coming? Okay. Y'all not gonna paint me to be the center can, of the group. Can we just say like people we fuck with, bro? Like I've been coming. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do. I mean, it's just one person. So I'm going to say, um, and keep it with this little like this little Douglasville clique of women, which would be Randy Lorray and Duchess. Oh, I think okay. that yeah. every time I've gone I to a show and seen any of them three get up, they have done an outstanding job. So those yeah, that's like yeah, bitches. definitely. 
Um, I don't fuck with nobody that I haven't already spoken with, spoken about since we've been here. I'm trying to think I ain't really so. I'm trying to. Th- I'm trying to think of like who I just really fuck with. Who else? Um, you know who's really funny. He's not up and coming, but every time I see him, I fucking die. Ernesto. Ernesto's mm-hmm. funny. So he's Ernesto one of the first people I saw. Funny yeah. as fuck. Oh, DZ too. I don't know. Oh, Fat Man DZ. DZ's funny as fucking fuck. Fucking love that nigga. That like, nigga's and hilarious. DZ, and matter of fact, we're doing up and coming. Fucking Nav. Yes. Nav. Nav, Nav fucking green. Nav is Nav on is up next. Eighty five South getting his motherfucking coin. He's probably not gonna listen to this shit, but I am gonna tell him that he got a shout out. But yeah, like um, it's a lot of niggas in I that in that him. group, or like not even that group. It's like the. The I would say the peer group like right before mm-hmm. ours that are just like yeah. transcending. Right we now. up next, bro. We yeah. like the next yeah. generation because y'all started in twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. I started like Aprilish twenty eighteen. That's crazy, but like, who else is our class though? I fuck with um, Will Fosty. Yeah, he's that oh that nigga's hilarious. hilarious. He's really funny. funny. Will's really funny. Um, I like I like I, I like a bunch of like guy comedians, which is weird for me. I've come to find some of them really funny. Um, I don't know if he's considered up and coming. I'm also, you know, have a crush on him. But um, fuck it up. Clayton English? Oh, but yeah. Clayton's up a cutie. and coming. Definitely not up and coming. He's no. one televised he comedy comedy. He yeah, he's, yeah, he's oh, definitely okay. there. Well, hey. He was with Will Smith. Hey. Yeah, he's up. You, but, you know. Yeah. Behind hey. the scenes, but She's shout out to like, hey. like hey. niggas who've been cool, and like Rob Hayes made it. Owens, y'all know Nathan? Nathan Owens, he's a yes. larger white man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah David Perdue, duh. David Perdue's David hilarious. Mandel, my uh, nigga. Rand, Randy is one of the funniest people I've ever met in or out of comedy. Yes. Who? Period. Randy's, Randy's Randy funny style. Oh, she, yeah, I said Mandel, but yeah. yeah. Mandel's yes, funny Mandel's funny. But um, Randy is hilarious. Randy's she's, that she's, bitch. She is a funny person just like on the inside. And mm. then to watch her get up and do her thing, like she's one of the most authentic people I've seen on a stage for any reason, singing, dancing, comedy, whatever. She's very authentic. It's person, nice, so I enjoy her. right? With people like that, even with y'all, like I like um, going to shows with people like that because it'll be like, if I go to a show and they put Randy up and like, all right, you're gonna this is what happened at Bonfire, like, all right, you're gonna go up right after. I'm like, let me get my shit together, right? Because this bitch is gonna be fucking funny. She's gonna do a good job, and it just makes you like it. It um work. It motivates. It me. motivates you. Yeah. Plus, you know, it's nice to have people and like faces, familiar faces at these mics. At this point in time, I feel like we've been doing comedy enough or we go to any open mic, we're probably going to see somebody we know. At least one person. Just because at this point, like, it's, it's not many works. stones left unturned. Yeah. yeah. But, um, oh, and you know what? I'll say up and coming, um, just because he's a, such a sweet, fucking energetic, um, Raheem. You already know. Yeah. Raheem. He's such a hard That worker, little nigga, right? that nigga be working. working. He be working. That nigga. And shout out to him for winning whatever that competition was. He just won. And he gonna, he gonna let you know what happened. Listen, he got a glass, um, he got a glass, uh, trophy. That was nice. I don't have that. I think he won some little change. He won also too. some. He won a car note. He probably did because he saw me in the shows. I remember you won a Hennessy and I said no because I thought he was struggling. Ain't no nigga. He wasn't running all the Let's go rob that nigga right yeah, now. Y'all, I'm gonna pick Raheem up by his ankles and, and just shake him a little bit. Out, like, Y'all wanna be the gross sisters? Yeah, I'm the little one. There it is. Did you win some money? Yeah, give me some. So we for sure finna rob Raheem. Um, yeah. No, but he he shows love every time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, shout, shout out to Ronnie too. Oh, of course. Ronnie, Ronnie is a hard worker too. And just like I've watched his material develop over time. And like he's very honest with himself, just like about his work. And mm-hmm. like he's very cognizant of the audience. And mm-hmm. like he'll, you know, he's 
he'll give you some advice whether you ask for it or not. And sometimes we'll sit and chop it up about what happened. He's like, you know, for some of these crowds, man, like, you got to pay attention. Like, you know, you got to just really be looking at who you talk to sometimes. You might want to take this out or may want to do it like this. And it's just really to have nice to have a person around. That's but like, he gives, whether you listen or not, he actually gives enough of a fuck to tell you. Yeah, he and, cares. And help He's a very caring person. He is. Yeah. I'll, give, I'll definitely give him that because I'll be yeah. like, Ronnie, shut the fuck up sometimes. But that's my nigga. And he yeah. know that. And, you know, he un- we understand each other. We see each other. Um, but yeah, so that's comedy. Another thing I will say, I wanted to say, oh no, no, I'm just saying there's one last thing I wanted to get. It'd be so funny when I come to a room because of how I look. People don't take me seriously or don't think think I'm a comedian at all. I think I'm somebody's bitch or whatever. Think I'm somebody's bitch. Or don't even speak. Or bottle service. I've gotten told the bottle, the bottle girls are over there. You know niggas, oh, also on our upcoming B-Tuck. Tuck is funny as fuck. Oh, be Tuck. That nigga's hilarious. But niggas thought that, like, I was Tuck's bitch. And I was trying to tell him, like, nigga, they thought you bagged me. He imagine that. The nerve. And he was like, they thought I was fucking with you. I was like, hold on, we're riding together in this car. Like, this <laughs> don't fucking talk Don't get me. left, like, nigga. You can't get left. I've had, like, headliners be like, "Why? this is the green room. Are you lost? Like, and that I've been shit, like, is. No. And it'd, be, and it'd be so funny that I get on stage and, and I kill. That shit. Yep. And then they're like, so male, right? Yeah, yeah nigga, it was, it was male when you didn't speak earlier. Right. It's male now, yeah, nigga. Rude. So that's always funny. That's always it's like. Always, it's always the loudest, unfunny nigga in the green room trying to make you feel like you're not supposed to be there. Oh, my God. No, the worst nigga in the green room is the nigga that's constantly workshopping. And, like, everything is so performing. It's like, yeah, you know, y'all sitting over there looking like three bad bitches in the boat. I love boats. Me and my baby. Are like, if you Shut don't get the, the fuck, fuck away up, from me, I will have you killed. I will have you murdered. Because I can do it. I will make a call, and we will have this. I want a Baconator so bad. All right. All but right. you know it's it's hard for a woman. Another thing I want to bring up is hard for a woman in comedy, like trying to go out, but like niggas be weird to talk about R. Kelly and shit. So you can't That's work I'm as glad much I found you want to. Because I was not going out. You weren't. I wasn't, and because I mean I was just comfortable with it. I was just like, well, this is my lot in life. Because I was just being made to be so uncomfortable. I will say, you know, you know, people have different opinions, but I will say the person that made me feel most comfortable in like male dominated rooms was Nico. Like he mm-hmm. would just, and I get it, but you know, he would just be like, you know, you good, you know, you good here, you always good here. Like park your car somewhere. We good safe. men folk, right? You good, ain't nothing gonna happen. You da da da, and I've never been mistreated. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. in those rooms, like have I always gotten the best? You know what I'm saying? Like time slot. You know what I'm saying? Like no, no, but. but He's always done right by me, making sure that I was safe. And that yeah, I was good and before at. I found y'all for real, I would not go nowhere if Ronnie or Cameron was not there. Mm. So that kind of helped. I come in a room looking for Ronnie sometimes. Ronnie! Hey, hey, right here, Ronnie, 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 hey, Ronnie. Hey, hey, you gonna walk me to my car? You good? You want me outside? Hey, you're, 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 are you leaving right now? I went through a period where I was just going to rooms by myself for a long time, and that shit was, uh, you know, it had its good and bad, pros and cons. But now on the back end of it. Cause you be out, honestly, and that's why you that's, seem not afraid of much, though. Yeah, I'm, and yeah. I feel like I look like a walking charge. Like I just look like a, a lick, you know. So I try to nope, you know, my purse be big. Mm, <laughs> I don't really. You wanna, be carrying big bags, and they're not shoulder bags either. I don't like, have shit on me but a debit card and a blade. Like, so it's just like. And that's, I hate being outworked by niggas. I know I'm funnier than, but they can go out you know because it's easier for them. Laugh from my soul. What that Dion Cole joke about big bitches not getting kidnapped. When I say a holler, when he was like pulling the mic, I was like, get in the car. I was like, is this how attackers look at me? Get in, fuck it. Like that shit was There's, um, did you watch, do you guys watch Fuck It, um, Degenerates? No. I've seen some of them. And I think her name is Andrea Lupalapalucci or whatever. When y'all leave here or whenever you get a second, she has this one episode of Degenerates. 
this bitch did a fucking like when niggas want to do offensive comedy i want them to have to watch her she talked about r kelly she talked about bill cosby but she did everything so smartly one of my favorite jokes was how she was like talking about she'd be a lazy feminist she was like because the women would cover black they can't call us skirts and she was like i don't know we're wearing skirts and honestly, I'm trying to get hit less at home. So this is like the least of my fucking concerns. I'm sorry, feminism in the workplace. But that shit is so funny. It's so but good. But see, I like when, when we get deeper into things like what, what that means. Because I, I stopped doing like feminist jokes for like a while. Because mm-hmm. I've realized that feminism to me means a lot, something a lot different than like feminism to these white women that come to these comedy shows. Their lives are different. And that's what she was so talking about. my feminism about not dying, your feminism is about wearing pink hats like vlogging. this march. And, like, right. you, and burning bras. Yeah. And free the nipple. Pussy ass. Yeah. Hey, exactly. I'm trying to free my all of my skin. I'm trying not to get yeah. killed in the street. Right. Thank and you. And you're yeah. trying to free your nipples. We're in different places. That's like right you guys now. should watch her. Like I'm honestly like it's so good. Even Probably. when she gets into the school shootings, and she was talking about like how fun school shooters hate summer, and they go um, <laughs> go into Kroger's or Kmart and seeing your friends doing back to school shopping and being like, you're not gonna need any of that shit. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. You can talk about funny. terrible <laughs> shit and just funny. make that shit funny. No, that's why I like DeGeneres. DeGeneres is one of like my comedy goals because it's dark as shit and y'all know my soul I've been trying to work on the darker parts of my comedy, but I don't want people to, I don't want to get like locked up. I don't want them to put me away. That's why my Mufasa joke is like, I'll Your start. Mufasa funny. joke, I think you could get darker than it's, it's, That's the first joke I wrote. And I think I may put that down when me talking about your fine daddy. I may add that shit to my Rolodex because that shit. I'm saying like, my, I was listening to my friend's dad and he was fine. And then I was like, well, my daddy did. I'm sorry, yeah. you can't rebuttal yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm sorry. You kind of still It's a big joker. You still, it is a big joker. It's it like, and the, oh my God, you could do a, um, see, this is how writing up. You could say that for you know anything. You like, like, joker, joker, deuce, deuce, be like, dead daddy. Daddy wasn't there. Da, da, and the hierarchy of like, that's well, my dad. All right, let's, let's yeah, wrap it up because I'm hungry. Like, yeah, I want to, I want to go to Wendy's. Can I get some time tonight? Uh, I haven't, I was going to ask when I got there. Oh. Yeah. Who's it? Who shows it? Mellow. Who's Mellow? We'll figure it out. All right, y'all. So, what's the debate this week? Is Tally Light skin? Are, are we if, right? Is, does the party, <laughs> if the dark part of your ass, on the part of your ass is black. What color are your nipples? I don't, oh, we are on the camera. We're on YouTube now. Uh, <laughs> this is a family uh, show. Uh, are they? No, they they're, they're about your color, Lauren. Okay. Yeah. Anybody yeah. needs a reference point? Yeah. What is happening over here? I can see that. Oh, my. She. Are you looking at ready ass to go. cheeks? I'm just ready to go. Sorry. Let's <laughs> 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 Is that in real time? Where is Jay? Where is your child? <laughs> no, this. I don't know. Let me check the background. And your baby's. No, they can't be. It's a bunch of them. No, this is. This how is. she? How she do that? You can still see them. Yeah, that's what I be saying. Up under them in Nietzsche jeans. That's what the fuck is she up under? Your balls out. Get the fuck out of here. The fucking rockaway is on. That's what the fuck. You better be beating the brakes off that thing. You're two times a week. I'm the bottom right now. You got your and two I'm times a week. And I'm never a bottom, up. but yeah, my two times a week come in that thing. You, you better be left, right. left, left, right. Left. All right, so we're getting everybody here. How do we end this? Um, oh, yeah, let's make a whole You know, Lauren is be like, yeah, and then we're collect jokes. So. Stopping point. Jokes on jokes on jokes on jokes on jokes on.